Welcome to Paul Mort Talk Shit. Curious fellow, but I like him. Paul Mort Talk Shit. Paul Mort Talk Shit. Paul Mort Talk Shit. He's a shady character. What's his name? Hey, welcome back to another episode of Paul Mort Talks Shit. And this week, Wow, in fact, it's not even this week. I think I've dropped three podcasts this week because I'm so excited about the caliber of guests that we have on and the quality of the conversation and just the level of um, information even and hopefully some entertainment as well that we're, that we're pushing out right now. So this week we had um, someone that I know is going to become a good friend of mine, Shinny. Uh, Shinny is a guy that um, is a recovering alcoholic, recovering drug addict, and his story is incredible. And now he's inspiring people like, all over the world now with his show on Facebook, Shinny Show Live. Um, recovery is the new cool. Um, you're going to absolutely love this one. We had a blast. We got really deep into some subjects. We talked um, cocaine addiction, crack cocaine. We talked heroin. We talked alcoholic, alcoholism. We talked the AA. We talked spirituality. Honestly, this is an incredible interview. Don't forget, if you love the interview, head on over to Spotify or Apple Podcasts, whatever platform you're listening on, leave us a review, a rating, and don't forget to subscribe. Also, if you're after some free stuff from me, so I can give you updates on the podcast, give you an opportunity to ask questions, head on over to paulmort.uk and stick your email address in. Other than that, enjoy. Welcome to Paul Mort Talks Shit with producer Mark. Oi, oi. And today, our guest, Paul Mort, is talking shit with Shinny. Shinny, what are you saying? Good drive up here. <laughs> <laughs> so Shinny, is, um, Shinny, by the way, thank you, mate. Came all the way from Manchester just to talk shit with me today. Yeah. You are getting a nice curry out of it. Had a lovely cup of coffee. Um, I am very, very excited about this interview. I've been trying to get Shinny on for a little bit um, because his story's amazing. And... You guys know me. You guys that are listening know me. I like the vibe with people that have good energy. And Shinny's got fucking great energy. In fact, I heard about Shinny. I've actually known about you for a couple of years. A little bit of a stalker. One of those lurkers. Like, you know, like a peeping Tom. Looking through He's his... been texting me, yeah. <laughs> 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 <You're in> it. <laughs> so I've been looking through his curtains and watching him for a little while now. I'm like, a vibe on this guy's energy. But then I pull out a post saying, who do you want on the podcast? And your name came up numerous times. So I thought, I've got to get this guy on, mate. So uh, thank you for coming, yeah. first of all. Um, so for the guys that aren't listening, who the fuck is Shinny? James Shinny Davenport. That's what they that's what they call me today. Hey, how do you get called Shinny? By the way, um, you'll have to read the book. That's June first, two thousand twenty-one. The book, making of an addict. Get it bought. Is that what's going to be called? Making yeah, making of an addict. Uh, like the film trailer that we have done, yeah. and I assumed it was going to be. I thought it was going to be the film from yeah. the film trailer, but then yeah. I was advised like, no, it's going to be it'd be your book. Yeah, and then the film. So I said, well. Amazing. Either way, it doesn't matter. Amazing. Um, so, dude, how the fuck have we ended up here? Um, well, we got talking, didn't we? Yeah. Um, in a nutshell, I'm a recovering drug addict, alcoholic. Yeah. I'm over three years clean and sober. Mm-hmm. I run a massive uh, Facebook live show. Mm-hmm. I've been doing that for about four years mm-hmm. when I first started my recovery. Yeah. But I didn't just start the, the, the shinny page yeah. because of recovery. Yeah. I released a Christmas number one song. 
Well, it got to number 24 in the UK charts. Really? Yeah, but we called... Man, I didn't Christmas even know this. One. Yeah. See, I'm going to tell you a few things now. Yeah, bro. So not many people do know where it all evolved from, and that was it. I was in a detox unit, recovering from crack cocaine and alcoholic. Yeah. Uh, alcohol, I should say. Yeah. And um, in the the detox, I took my guitar in, because I was in a... I was in a, a band for 20 years, Hanky yeah. Park. Um, and, you know, it was just it was just pure chaos for yeah. the years that I was in it. Yeah. I've done major things like Toby New Order. Yeah. Um, I released three albums with iTunes. I've done, done really well. Yeah. Um, but then I never, I was always worried about the music yeah. because it was always entailed drugs. That lifestyle. Alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, with, with my other careers of boxing and rugby, yeah. that is... That ran right through them all. I continued the music. Yes. Uh, but that came to an end when I got like into detox because I thought I've got to pull away from everything. You yeah. know, change with playmates, playgrounds. Was there something for you, Shinny, that, that was the turning point where you're like, I need to get it? Was that an incident or anything where you're like, I need to get a fucking handle on this? Loads. Was it? Loads of them. You know, when you say, oh, I had this rock bottom. Yeah. You know, I had many rock bottoms. Um, my hangovers, it wasn't hangovers, it was fucking nervous breakdowns yes. for me. So I had many of them. Yeah. It was more of a, I, I tried to get clean and sober the first time for me, my son and daughter, Donovan and Gracie Lee. Yeah. It doesn't really work. It can for some, but for me, for this addict, it wasn't going to work. I had to do it purely to stay alive for me. Yes. Uh, and obviously, of course, for me, for my son and daughter, so they didn't have a junkie alcoholic dad anymore. Yes. But um, it was my rock bottom. I'd, I'd relapse after that Christmas number one song. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Us being addicts, and that's what the book will explain. Yeah. They call it a disease, you know, a disease of oneself and the disease that centers in the addict's minds. Yeah. But it's only a burden on the addict if the addict drinks alcohol and sex, drugs and behaves badly. Yeah. But if you, if you turn it all around on its head and then the addict behaves accordingly, yeah. he doesn't drink, he doesn't use, and he starts helping other people. We have a drive. We have something that... We believe we're, going to, we're in this book. We're going to revolutionise addiction and the the stigma that is attached to it. And I shouldn't really be saying that, but fuck it, I'm going to say it. Yeah. And that is what that is what is going to happen with the book because people have never really dwelled into it. Like I was with the book writer yesterday for five hours, and we kind of we stumbled on it. We got that that I knew was going to come out of it. Yeah. That light bulb moment, like, this is it. Yeah, yeah, This is yeah, what yeah, you're yeah. trying to get to, isn't it? I'm like, yeah. yeah, this is exactly it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all the greatest athletes of our time, I've noticed you've had Tyson Fury on yeah. just lately. For me, I could look at him and say, alcoholic, yeah. addict, million percent. Yes. Um, he's, he's channeled that into boxing, and now he's become the greatest boxer alive for yeah. me. Yeah. Um, Matt Fraser, the fittest man on earth, mm-hmm. is, you know, he's... He's, he's announced out that he's a he's an alcoholic, yeah. seventeen years sober. Yeah. All these people, the greats of our time, your Bradley Cooper, Floyd, your anti anti Anthony Hopkins, Floyd Mayweather, yeah. Ricky Hatton, yeah. Doreen Yates, people that I've done episodes with. Yeah. I've done episodes with them for a certain reason yeah. to show people like if you have this, what we talk about, people yeah. call it an illness. Yeah. I call it a gift. Um, if it's used right, and anything yeah. with with great power. Yeah. comes great what did he say responsibility, responsibility. Spider-Man yeah yeah and Spider-Man you, yeah. I think it's Superman I think it's it? Superman that, Spider-Man yeah. man yeah any of them any of them <laughs> but great comes great responsibility and I think you know like realising that I've got something in my in my thinking and I, I wish you know if, if they didn't call it alcoholism yeah I don't believe there'd be so much of a stigma attached to it if they called it crazyism or moreism yeah, which I look I at the more anything that makes me feel different about myself yeah. or better about myself, I want more. So I just transfer my addictive behaviors of drugs and alcohol 
And some more positive things. Do that fucking here, Exercise. Is. Yeah. Work all it. I could look at you. You're a work all it. Yeah. You fucking love it. Yeah. I could say, well, Paul's an alky. He just doesn't get on the pitch. Dude, like I agree one hundred percent. Well, I replaced. I replaced cocaine. Uh, I just talked about this on the last podcast I was on, and I replaced cocaine with boxing because nothing had made me feel that fucking buzz yeah. that I got. I'd never sparred before. Never had a fight since fucking school, probably. And I started sparring boxing. I was like, wow, this is for me. And then I took up jujitsu. I was like, yeah. Now I'm addicted to that. I've seen you doing the jujitsu yeah. as well, and, and that kind of head that we've got, yeah. it's like it's like an lightness. all or nothing mentality. Yeah, isn't yeah it? it is. And you know they call it that um, a ditzy personality. Yeah. I, I I just say that's what we call alcoholism. Yes. So it's like something makes us feel good. Yeah. We'll forget about the drugs and alcohol if we're not if we're not across that threshold of of uh, dependency on it. Mm-hmm. And if we find something else that gives us that buzz. We are all in. So what we're doing then, we're feeding the illness, as they call it. We're giving it something. So I always say, my disease doesn't know crack cocaine or alcohol. Um, It knows everything. It knows sex. Um, Junk food. Junk food. I had bulimia for 25 years. Really? eating disorder that that will come out in the book. Because anything that made me feel different or took me out of my thinking. Yeah. I wanted more. Yeah. So obviously... So you kind of get adrenaline junkies as well, right? I think that's what I am. Yeah. And it was just... Coke was the only way that made me... It, it gave me a buzz. And then I found... that, Like I say, I found boxing. And I think that... Um, I, I love this little thing that you've... So you transferred the addiction yeah. Yeah. to something else. So yeah. what the book's going to entail is like... For me, if I would have read a book like what this is going to be in yeah. my early 20s... And I could identify in that book. Now, I've identified my illness in the book of Alcoholics Anonymous, I think... Yeah. There are more stories about people from the 30s, the 40s, the 50s. And it's yeah. like, fucking hell, that's, that's me. Yes. They wrote this book about me. Yeah. So what we're trying to do with this book is uh, let people read it. Early age, hopefully. Yeah. Do you know, um, read it and identify and think, I know what he's talking about here. I've fucking got this. Because he say 15% of the population suffer with this disease. And I'm like, I'll go in a gym and say, Alka, he's an Alka, yeah. million percent. Off his head, can't sit still. Yes. And it's that disc- <laughs> irritable discontent that we've got. So that's why I'm always under my hand. I don't like irritable. sitting still. Dude, I love that irritable discontent. Yeah, Mate, and that's what we suffer with. I love that. I love yeah. that irritable discontent. For you guys listening or watching, you may notice me sounds different. I'll say it to Shinny before, I've had to switch to a lapel mic because I keep complaining that my sound's shit. And producer Max, like, Paul, it's your fucking fault because you won't sit still. And So I've had to change my mic. Because I've got that irritable discontent. So, all right. But is it a and superpower? This is a great example. Yeah. So, I am 100 miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah. So, three years ago, before I was working this program, yeah. you'd have to get about fucking three of them on me because I'd be all over it. <laughs> I'd be doing fucking handstand. I'm like, Ryan, I'll show you what I do now and what I'm going to do. Yeah. And I'm going to do it. Try to do a bit of that jujitsu. Yes. I couldn't sit fucking still. Yeah. But what I've learned through the program is how to. Quiet in my mind, quiet in myself. I yeah. meditate, I pray every day. I do yeah. a lot of spiritual things. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've learned how to slow myself yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah. get me wrong. What, what I believe I do today with this program, I'm violent. I've got violence running. Through. The only way I can explain it is like violence that, that runs through me. And what the program does, it contains the violence. Yeah. I mean, I could walk out of here all spiritual. Someone will cut me up on the road yeah. and I'll have a dive out and fucking do something stupid or in my thinking I will get out and kill this person mm-hmm. so that's what I'm, I'm watching a lot of stuff on Netflix at the minute over psychopaths because we're taught in the book of Alcoholics Anonymous that the alcoholic is a psychopath mm-hmm. but with a conscience 
So I can be sat in here now with you, yeah? Something mm. could be said wrong and I, for some reason, I'll pull like out a gun out and I'll blow your head clean off and I'll be like, yeah, that sound that, but my thinking has ran with that. Yeah. So what I'm seeing is blood on the wall and I'm trying to distract that, that kind of thinking. Yes. But you can imagine years ago being in, in that chaos when I would think them things, yeah. sometimes I would run with it. Yes. And it's fucking awful. It's awful, that. Yeah. Um, I do believe normal people, the yeah. normal people, yeah. the normal mere humans, I say, yeah. um, they have them kind of thoughts. Like, they can be talking to someone. I've had people, I've had people say to me, I'm talking to this guy for some reason. I imagine myself punching him, and I said, and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> so, what, so what we do, we do the same as human beings. It's like an extremism. Extreme. Extremism, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So extremism, mm -hmm. yeah. that could be the new word that we're after. You know, I think that's what it is, right? Yeah, it's it like, is extreme in our of, thinking. A lot of people who, who probably suffer with this kind of thing is... It's like an all or nothing mentality, isn't it? I mean, yeah. uh, my dad's the same as me. I mean, in a very different capacity. So my dad's either, he, when he took up golf, he went fucking all in. Yeah. He went from not playing at all to playing five days a week and buying every fucking gadget under the sun, driving me fucking mum insane because he's gone all in on it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's like that with yeah. work. He was either doing 12-hour shifts and not working at all. Mm. He was either working seven days a week and not working at all. And that is, you know, I see a lot of alcoholics that work all day and say, I haven't got a problem with alcohol. I'm like, what do you do when you finish work? Well, I get me cans in, I get me wine, you know, I'll put the meal on. I'm like, all right, so what we're doing as human beings of today, we distract our thinking, nine till five, most of us. Yeah. But it's when we stop work then. It's not distracted and then we're caught up with that thinking. Yes. And for a lot of us, it's stinking thinking, we call it. Yeah. And it's negative. And I've always said, I've woke up every single morning for as long as I can remember. And my first chain of thought, is negative. Dude, everyone's, has been. I think it almost negative, everyone's Yeah, but yeah. we've got extreme yeah. negative thinking. Yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. in the extremeness is suicide. These options like I don't want to. I don't want to get up today. I can't, I can't control this I'm thinking. Useless. So what I'm yeah. going to do? I'm useless. No, one, I'm not worthy. I know. Why don't I just kill myself? Yeah. I can still get that now. Yeah. While my son's in the next room. Yeah. And I can. I you know. To be honest, since meditating every morning, I haven't had one of those mornings. Yeah. But I used to think, could you know, I'd weigh up, could that iron cord handle my weight if I jumped out? Yeah. And then I'd come in the afternoon and think, what was all that thinking about? Yeah. Your son was in the next room, asleep, and you're trying to work out if that cord can handle mm -hmm. And it, what it's about is that extreme thinking, and I believe a lot of people that, you know, kill themselves and stuff, it's that extremeness. And dude, but, do, do you have the, do you have, because... Obviously, I was diagnosed bipolar 2014. Actually, 2013, I got diagnosed with bipolar. And do you have the extreme highs as well? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, yeah fucking hell. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But I, I'm, I'm, I've done enough work on myself to know that with every high, there's a low. So, me, yes. I'd rather be mainstream. I'd rather just yeah. be yeah. flatlining, in bouncing in yeah. the middle. Yeah. And I'm all right. With that. Some people call that balanced. Yeah. Yeah, balanced, out. objective. Oh, I love calm. that word. I yeah. love you know what you need in your life? Oh, you dude, need a bit of balance, and it's like, dude, it's so fucking boring, isn't it? What is balance? It's so Go boring. On, tell me what balance is. Yeah. No one knows what balance yeah. is. Everyone thinks it's to do with time. Yeah, yeah, you're getting close. Yeah, I love it. So, yeah. so let's go back to this. Um, let's go back to this. Um, this this detox. This, oh this, right. So this that's re where it all, that's where it all started. The shinny show started yeah. from there. <laughs> and I was. Dude, don't worry. I have to keep saying what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, mean, I, I, I remember, I'll remember, yeah. See how we just jump off. I'm watching that two addicts, like, right, so that's the right. What we're going like to do now is jiu jitsu. Yeah. Like yeah. It's like outside, we was doing like the, you know, the lady's doing the skipping. And yeah. my right away, Mad was thinking, I could probably do a CrossFit workout here. I'll show you how to skip. And it's like, 
Just that. It's I still thought you were going to say I was going to wrap the fucking rope around it. Can I stop skipping? No, no, no. How many ways can you kill someone with Oh, All these loads of fun. Right, so back to the detox. So I did my. I'd gone to a detox first um, and I got kicked out after five days for being violent because they didn't understand the process. Yeah. And um, I said, I'll do this on my own then. Mm-hmm. Three months. Oh, no, five days after that, yeah. I was back at it. Yeah. Um, and then I think... I'd, was it in Manchester, this? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, Smithfields. I, I go in there now and do talks as well and do like meditation, like oh, a bit of service, a bit of volunteer. Yeah. So I'd gone through the process there. And then they kicked me out. After five days, I was back on the drink mm-hmm. and back on the crack. Yeah. That was my thing, alcohol and crack. I was yeah. like a cokehead for 10 years. Yeah. And then I had a, I had a, a, a fucking pipe of crack and that lit me up. I'd yeah. really landed then with my yeah. drug use. And it was like, I don't need that cocaine on what I've, I've found. I've got this, yeah. So that had me for 10 years. Yeah. So getting into detox and then getting kicked out, I, three months, I did it really hard then, and then I had to go back to my drugs and alcohol team in Salford, and mm. I had to beg my key worker with my mum. I was on my knees, yeah. sobbing, because I was convinced that that day I was going to either cut my own throat or hang myself. Um, and it, it was it was a desperate scene. I get a bit emotional. Because yeah, I do, me too. It was that desperate fucking time, yeah. and... I had my babies, my son Donovan, he adores me, and my daughter adores me. We, we've got a real... It's um, the bond that we've got is amazing. Yeah. But I couldn't stop for my kids. I couldn't stop for anything. And yeah. I knew I was. Dude, you was know, well when you're that low, and I describe this quite a lot as well, like you think about it, there's no logical thinking. Like you are convinced that your kids would be better off without oh, you, right? That's, that's what yeah. I was like. Yeah. My ki- I was convinced, well, they'd be better off without me because I'm yeah. a fucking arsehole. And uh, a terrible yeah, and example. That's the worst of it then, because yeah. I was at that point thinking, they got took from me. The mums, it was just two separate girls, and you kind of they didn't team up against me. Yeah. I love them girls for what they've done. They're my kids' mums. Yeah. And you, they went through hell. I wasn't just, I didn't just, I was from a, a criminal background and I harmed a lot of people. Yeah. Men, women, yeah. you know, I didn't give a fucking them days. So they yeah. cop for it a lot. The girls and I've had to have talks with my son over that, you know, over his mum. And yes. I, I, I brutally attacked anybody that got in the way of what I was doing, yeah. what I was feeding. And I didn't know what I was feeding yes. or what I was doing. Yeah. But then it's, you know, going into the detox unit and then getting kids out. But then I begged. I, what it was with the detox unit, it was these groups, mm-hmm. men and women talking in groups. And mm-hmm. I wasn't down with that. I was thinking, I ain't yeah. fucking telling you. I ain't yeah. got the shit. You've got no teeth. You're just, you're, you're homeless. <laughs> I've got a business. So I started to compare. Yes. With them, and I yeah. thought, I ain't as bad as I'm you. I'm not as bad as them, yeah. Fucking the worst ever mistake. Yeah. But then, from begging Angela to let me back in, um, with my mum there, and my mum was distraught. Yeah. And she says, do not let me down. And I knew I had a job to do. And yeah. so going there, they let me in for two weeks this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me all the vitamins, and I started a tent. They give me Liberum to calm me down, because I used to wreck, I used to get mad. When yeah. I couldn't get the alcohol, I was like, fucking give it. That's yeah. when I turned into the psych. That's when I was... Definitely able to kill another person yeah. if I couldn't get what I was getting. Yeah. It was fucking awful. And then, but they got me and they calmed me down and I attended all these meetings and I felt something from humans, other people yeah. with the same problem as me. Then I, then I wasn't comparing. I was yeah. identifying with them thinking, yeah. all right, you smoke heroin, but you're mad when you're fucking using. Yeah. You do, you're, you're a, you know, you're a cheat on your wife and all these things I started to identify then. Yeah. And then I left the place, but what I'd done in that, that time, I took my guitar. So I was training in there. Yeah. The addict needed feeding. I needed to feed it summer. Yeah. It only, only knows feelings, I believe. Yeah. 
Um, so I was training, I'd sung the guitar, and I was picking up on this song, and I thought, groovy song, that. As soon as I come out of the detox, an old producer that I know, he's brilliant actually, one of the best producers I know. I come down to the studio, let's have a little bit of a bash, and I was scared about that, because I thought it might lead me back to this fucking madness. Yeah. But anyway, done this song, and his missus come down, she says, sounds very Christmassy that song, doesn't it? Straight away, my disease, I know what happened, it latched onto that. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas song. Yeah. Right, right. There's let's go with the Christmas number one. Yeah. Right, let's go with this. And I ran with it. Yeah. And what I've done, because us uh, addicts, yeah. we're master manipulators. We can ma- manipulate people in situations. Mm-hmm. So I said, right, let's get a few celebrities. My head started going now. Yeah. Let's get a few celebrities. Let's get a few endorsements saying, good luck, Shinna. Yeah. I got a few people that I knew. Yeah. Next minute, fucking hell, we had, we had everyone. Yeah. We, we had... If, if you look back, he was wishing us well. Mm-hmm. It was like people from Only Fools and Horses and yeah. the Jules Holden show and all these things. So everyone was like, wow, well, it's going to do it. But I had a master plan behind it. Although no one knew this plan. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll do this. And people were like, he's fucking wishing him well. We just had people go and meet these people, like yeah. catching them outside, like BBC Studios and that. Wish Shilly out, Shinny all the best. All of a sudden, everybody thought I was some big celebrity. So then they, they started supporting it, and I thought, right, I've got them going now. Mm-hmm. It's going, it's mm-hmm. moving. Mm-hmm. Then BBC, you know, different radio stations getting hold of us. Yeah. Um, Key 103, give me a bit of shit on the phone. Yeah. You know, being a bit rude over the song. Yeah. Um, then they got attacked because they had a massive platform by this time. It grew. So he was getting emails left, right, and centre. Don't you dare speak to our really? shitty like that. Shit. So then they run there and yeah. they said, Shinny, look, we're getting a lot of complaints. Can you not just tell all your followers? And I'm like, well, don't give me shit then. There was no need, you know. Yeah. And then we got a nice relationship. Yeah. And then we heard about this Jingle Bell Balls at the MEN, yeah. Robbie Williams. Yeah. Um, and they started to support us, Key 103, yeah. saying, we think we think our Manchester lad, he might get the number one here. Yeah. You know, I'm going, I'm going against the Giants, really. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Simon Cowell and stuff like that. Yeah. We've had trucks going into Manchester, me on the top with a microphone. <laughs> no way, really? Oh, the fucking lot. Oh, Any shit. business that could help us, he was yeah. like, yeah, you could borrow one of our trucks, we'll do your banner. And it was like a massive campaign. You know, Manchester's like that, you know. Yeah, the proper club Manchester's like this. Like, what we're talking yeah. to Crawler about this? I think yeah. we're talking to Crawler about this. Well, Manchester got, does yeah, that, but when we get behind something, Ricky Atten was the one yeah. that we got behind first. Yeah. And I seen Crawler mimic what they done with Ricky. Yeah. It was amazing. They're putting Zelva Barrett in there next. Yeah. Zelva Barrett will be the next one. Yeah, and yeah. then Crawler, you know, like I say, he's a salt of, a salt of the year. Yeah, he is. He's a proper Manchester yeah. lad. And, uh, he, you know, everybody knew about this fucking song. Yeah. And, um, Key 103 then run there and said, right, what are you up to? We're doing this Key 103 Jingle Bell Balls and I've, I've planned all this. I knew I was going to open the show at the MEN. Shit, really? But I keep doing this now and I got my cousin to keep ringing the MEN and yeah. our kid's like, shit, I think we might get it, you know. Because yeah. I thought, if I get to open the show at the MEN for Rob Williams, yeah. we're going to crack it with this song. Yeah. And they run there. And they went, so Shin, we've got this this thing coming up. And I'm, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I've got tickets for my cousin. I'm thinking, I know you're going to ask me this. Yeah. And they went, we just wondered if you'd open the show for Robbie Williams. I'm like, you're joking. I've got tickets for this. Like, no I may as well have said, I fucking knew he was ringing to tell me that. So I manipulated a full situation to get to, to where we got. And that was nothing but the disease. The disease had latched onto something. It's making me feel good. Yeah. Um, we, we, you know, we say, us addicts, we suffer, we low self-esteem. So our ego is a massive. Yeah. So it was feeding it my can be ego. Any, do you know what? Dude, I love the, this topic because it's kind of, you could be anything a holic. Yeah. Anything a holic. Workaholic. Yeah. Sexaholic. Exercise holic. Yeah. Anything a holic. Yeah. But people always the, the problem with alcohol and drugs 
is the consequences that come along with them. They're very addictive. Yes. So, you know, you can, they cause a lot of problems, yes. marriage breakdowns, family yeah. breakups. But then... They've got a lot of drawbacks. Yeah, of course yeah. they have. But if you can transfer that... Destructive. Some, Matt Fraser, the fittest man on earth. When yeah. I first got into CrossFit, as yeah. soon as I seen him and I seen a few other athletes, I was like, Alka, million percent. Yeah. And these other athletes, and he was like, hm, that's Matt Fraser, that. I'm yeah. like, yeah. Then I was competing with these guys and yeah. I was then I was beating these guys to the point where... Are you doing this? I was 10 years older than these, and I'm like, because I've got some of that you've not got. Yeah. I'm, I'm an alka, I'm an addict, and I'll go, I'll go the extra length. And I believe Extremes, there's, there's yeah. more strain, there's, there's, there's different strains to this illness than others. Dorian Yates, one of them, six times Mr. Olympia. Mm -hmm. He had a big strain of alcoholism yeah. for what I, what yeah. I can see. Yeah. Matt Fraser, super at the top yeah. for having alcoholism, like the most, probably the most powerful strain of it. Yeah. Um, Tyson Fury's been there. I think Conor McGregor might be. I think Conor McGregor's. It, it yeah. could be. Could well, be in that Connor, game. I know he. I know he. Um, <clears throat> he learns a lot about stoicism. Yes. And the stoic and stuff. And in our book, there's a lot of that kind of talk. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, live for 24 hours. Wait when you're born. You know, when you wake up, you're reborn for that 24 hours. Yeah. There's a lot of stoicism stuff in the Big Book of Alcoholics yeah. Anonymous, how to help other people, yeah. uh, the secret, anything you want, you know, yeah. anything you aspire to be, send it to the universe. Yeah. And what he's got, don't know if he's an alcoholic. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't like to say that. He's an case. extreme. Yeah. Because he's either retired. Yeah. Or he's all in. I hate to see him doing nothing. Yeah, me too. I hate to see him doing nothing. So yeah. you see all these greats, footballers, yeah. they're in an extreme sport. Yes. They all end up the same. Yeah. Gaza. Yeah. You know, I was having a little giggle yeah. about up here, but... Top example. The, the thing, top example, yeah. um, and you just can't stop. Once they have stopped whatever they're doing, that, yeah. it's that that yeah. they've got to work with. Yeah. If they're not getting help and they yeah. have to care after their sport, yeah. the quickest way to shut this fucking negative thing up <clears> for a lot of people... It's through a drink yeah, or a drug. And look, I, you know, one of the problems I think, Shinny, is I think with booze and coke and that, it's easy, it's convenient as fuck, yeah. and it's very simple. Like, it's not, we That's say, oh, well, you know when people say, oh, go to the gym instead, I'm like, but going to the gym's a fucking pain in the arse. Yeah. I have to see other people. I, it fucking hurts. Yeah. You fucking stink. I yeah, have I to love have a gym membership. Do you know what I mean? That. Yeah, you've got to work that little bit harder I, to shut this up you can't just go to the, down. You can't just go to the corner shop. Like, yeah. you can just go to the corner shop. It's easy to pick up four cans and cheap. I've got to have a fucking gym membership. So one of the things that I'm like, like, walking's fucking incredible. Yeah. Like, walking's so fucking good for it's people. It's all a little bit harder than it the is. drink or the pick up. It's so easy, But right? it's so much easier, you know, to, to challenge that thinking and think, well, drink, go to the gym. I'm going to have to train for an hour. But when I finish that chain, I'm going to feel like yes. I'm going to see fucking drinks anyway. Yes. I'm yes. feel like a bit of a high. Yes. And it, it's, it's trying to... Try to put out there as much as possible to these kind of th kinds of things yeah. that it can finish off basically. Yes. You yeah. know, them drinks after work every day. I was doing it, finishing work. I was busy. I was going to the gym, but it was when I stopped, and that's when I picked up the first time. I'd, I'd gone back to boxing yeah. because I rung Jamie Moore. It was me and Jamie was like best mates. Really? Oh yeah, best mates. I I found boxing. Because of Jamer, then I started training with Jamer. He's a great, he's top coach now, and yeah, he? he's one yeah. of the one of the best. Yeah. So me and Jamie had this. We was like we was like glue, basically. We was always together. Yeah. And um, I kind of brought you won't mind me saying I kind of brought Jamie into my world because he was struggling with the boxing and working. Yeah. And he, we kind of done things together, yeah. and then um, we was we was like brothers, always, always together. Yeah. Um, 
And then after I, I had like a, a fight, four fights. I got really badly injured in my fourth fight. Yeah. Got my eardrum ear burst and stuff. Oh, sure. But it was when I come back, I, I said to Jamie, no, I come back, I'd won a fight at the MEN. I'm the only person, by the way, to fight at the MEN and to, to... I opened the show at the MEN and yeah. I opened the show at the MEN for Rob Williams as well. It that's my, that's fight. my... So no one's ever done that. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I think that might go down somewhere. I'm just putting that out anyway. But it was the desperation... Um, and that's where it all started. I gone back fighting. I said to James, I said, I think I can do it again, you know. You know, that old kind of Rocky story. Yeah, you couldn't just go and train. You had to have a fight. No, no, because it wasn't <laughs> enough. Because I knew yeah. when I trained yeah. extremely, I didn't want to drink. I didn't want to stiff yes. coke. I didn't yeah. want to act unaccordingly with women or anything like that. Because yeah. I had a focus. Yes, you had a mission. Focus, you yeah, had a mission. That, that focus kept me clean and sober. Yes. And Jamie was like, Shin, let's do it. Because Jamie was, at one point, Jamie and his wife, Colleen, it was upsetting to even to hear this from them. They yeah. was going to move me into their back of their house because yeah. I'd gone by this time. Yeah. In my younger days, I had a lot about me. Yeah. I was a criminal. I was had a lot of money, yeah. and I was I was I was a terror, but I was a kind of lovable rogue. I always yeah. had that, that that swagger about me, but yeah. I'd lost all that. The yeah. drugs and the alcohol had took that away from me. Yeah, and um, so Jamie accepted like, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Got all the way to the fight and um, sold loads of tickets for the Reebok Stadium. In Bolton, and uh, Jamie come round the night before and went, Shin, they're not giving you your license. They've revoked your license because I was on a medication because of my head. Ah, oh, fuck. It wasn't like a drug announcement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm yeah. Like, so I kicked off then with the boxing board. Yeah. I said, So what? You're going to fucking let Ricky Hatter come back after him saying he's suicidal, yeah. he's sniffing coke, he's yeah. bad on the booze. You're letting him come back. Ricky's my mate. I'm like, I'm having to go every come by this time. Yeah. Fuck your boxing. I ended up going to that boxing show. I was sniffing coke off my fucking hand. My promoter was there and James was like, oh, shit, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew. Yeah. I'd, Your mission I'd, had gone. It had gone. Yeah. So I was like, back to basics. Yeah. But the night Jamie had come round and told me that, I'd not drank for about 10 weeks. Yeah. And um, he'd left and I knew what, my head says, we're going to drink. Yeah. Let's just drink. And four years, four years from that night, I drank every single fucking day. Shit. But about after three years, and running a business again and stuff, and pretty all right with like, I don't, I'm not smoking crackers often now, and yeah. I'm just drinking. Yeah, yeah. socially acceptable. Yeah. and even all my family was like, "Ah, kid, he just drinks now," yeah. not knowing that I was putting myself into a not an earlier grave, but putting myself into a grave mm. eventually. And um, it it was a morning, and I can remember the morning so well, and I was stressed, fucking out that the, the the stress, and now I learn what it is, the disease. Once feeding, so what it'll do, it'll it'll attack things like it'll make your legs sweat, mm-hmm. it'll make your mind race, mm-hmm. um, it'll make you yeah. used to retch like mad. And when I have a drink, it all got all what I learned as well, and I realised I'd only had to see the drink. That's why I knew it wasn't a physical that was getting me. Yeah. It was my mental. If I was like retching for crack, yeah. and then I was thinking, yeah, I've got some physical withdrawals, yeah. then I see the drug dealer walking over with that, it'd go shh. Yeah. So it was the mental. Yeah. So I was learning all this before I even got into detox thinking there's somewhat more to this what's going on with yes. me. And now I believe I've done that much work on myself. Yeah. I've learned. But to I picked up a morning drink. Yeah. For I don't want to get rid of this. It gets rid of this in the afternoon. Yeah. And that was it. But it only it, it was kind of quite subtle. It come out of nowhere. It's yeah. like few in the morning. And it was like every morning. Yeah. And then before I knew it. I was getting up, and the only way I can describe it is how my real dad was. When he used to get mad, he was an alcoholic. He wasn't mm. in my life. Yeah. But he used to get mad, and he'd go, fucking hell, fucking hell. And he'd do these mad things. He used yeah. to terrify me and my sister. Yeah. 
And my mum said to me, fucking James, is that looking at your dad? Yeah. Because he was an alcoholic and yeah. you'd get him. So the stress would make you wretch and it'd make you fucking get me a drink. Yeah. And it was just like five in the morning. If I didn't have, have booze at the side of my bed, I'd have to go out and find it. Really? Or I'd end up fucking going into a crack house. Yeah. You know, I didn't, I didn't up in crack houses, me barefoot. Yeah. All the time, like a mad animal. Yeah. <laughs> and the reason was, the reason was because I was smart. My missus would be in bed, yeah, and I think if I just sneak out the house, yeah. she'll never know. So yeah. I don't, I've not got time to put my trainers on and stuff. Yeah. And I was doing this for months, <laughs> right? Until I just, just can't hear what you said there. And you yeah, yeah, you're like, because I'm, I'm you didn't yeah. have to put your shoes. Sneak out, sneak out. <laughs> yeah. And it was for months, and I turned up at all these gaffs and I'm like, hey, she here again. It was terrified because yeah. I was when I was high on the crack I yeah. was thinking everyone was trying to kill me yeah. so I'm fucking there with fucking knives behind me thinking any false moves fuckers and there was no one was doing nothing yeah. wrong at all yeah. but my head was doing all the wrong yeah. and it was like a couple of months after this kid he had they have a tooth in his head you know a proper fucking street urchin you know yeah, yeah. and he went Shindy you, every week you come you know we're no, we're no trainers on like because she'll hear me and he went why don't you just pick him up when you're coming out like you know what I mean I'm like <laughs> Why, yeah, and it, that kind of landed for me thinking, yeah, I'm being educated by someone yeah. that's totally gone. Why don't you just pick your shoes up when you come out of the house? Yeah. Fucking just the sheer madness. And when I look back, it is, it is funny. And you know, in the meetings that we all attend, we yeah. talk about our past and how I was, I was, you know, I was, I was with some girlfriend the other day and I was driving her through the, the estate where I used to go and yeah. I'm showing her these bushes and it, we were laughing our heads off because yeah. I was that paranoid of the drugs. I always thought people was out to kill me. So in my head, I'm being followed down from these crack houses. Yeah. I know they're all behind me. Yeah. So then what I'd do, I'd get to a bush and I'd like, I'd hide in this bush, stand there so nobody can see me. And I could be there for a few hours. Really? Like Fucking hell, man. <laughs> you know Shit, what I mean? Dude. I mean, the police would have ever caught me, like no shoes on, like in a bush, yeah, doing hell. a fucking disco dance. Yeah. <laughs> Madness. And I never seen that there was somewhat really... Really wrong, and now, now, now I know what it was. You know, I, I have a disease that centers in my mind. Yeah, that I am arguing the toss for my. I can only speak for me on my illness. It is an illness if you're doing those things. But today it's my gift because I have a drive. I've transferred them addictions yeah. to helping other people. Mm-hmm. The recovery show. Yeah, um, and just being a decent person, exercise, and I have I have things a good hold on things now. Yeah, and what it's given me as well, I believe it gives us like. It'll sound daft. It gives us like a power. Yeah. So if I, if I see somebody that I want to meet yeah. or somebody, Dorian is an example. Dorian Yates was my hero as a kid mm-hmm. because I believe today in today's society, there's not there's not good alpha males knocking about for us young yeah, lads. Yeah, I agree. Um, so what we look at because most of our dads are in jail or whatever, or they fucked up because nobody's really married anymore. Yeah. Um, that dysfunction. We crave an alpha male, yeah. young man. Yeah. So what a male role at, model. Yeah, yeah, of course, a role model. So what yeah. mine was, I started going to a bodybuilding gym at 15. Mm-hmm. Um, so my role models was drug dealers, mm-hmm. big lads, because I had this fear-based disease where I was scared of people harming me. Yeah. I never seen no one harming these guys. Yeah. And I thought, well, if I take steroids and get big quickly, yeah. I'll be one of them. Yeah. And so I did. Right. Yeah. They've become a gangster. No one will fuck me. Yeah. But then what about, then I need to become the better gangster. So then I had to have, I needed to manipulate all my own friends, my gangster friends. Yeah. Think how can I be above you now? The top boy. Yeah. Never, never stopped. But Dorian, for me, he kind of, I looked up to him and I heard him speaking at um, a seminar in, in Wigan, mm-hmm. at Maxine's it was. 
a club, a nightclub where I used to go. Yeah. Um, and he, he was like an hero to me, but he, he spoke and he spoke then what we're all speaking today, mm. the law of attraction, the yeah. universe, anything you want, you've yeah. got to believe. He was talking that stuff then. Yeah. And for some reason, for me, I was like, I was in. Yeah. I was like, I'm with you here. Yeah. For some reason, I don't know what it is. I was plugged in with him. I know what I believe because the, dis- the dysfunction is me- in me. It's a spiritual void. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a spiritual malady. Mm-hmm. And I believe when I was younger, I took a lot of um, psychedelics, oh, LSD. Yeah. Um, and there for me, they are the gateway where we do see things as they really are. This for me, yeah. what we're doing, yeah. it's nothing but bullshit. Yeah. It's a big blag. It's, it's, you know, I'm not saying it's we're a We're just talking shit. Yeah, we're, we're, we're just talking there. shit. And it's like, it's, we're not really in the real. Yeah. But what, what, I've, what I've learned in meditation is how to live in the now and in the present. Yeah. Anxiety lives in the future for me. Yeah. That's where it lives. I agree. And depression lives in the past. Yeah, I but agree. But in the present moment, it's like universal law. They're not allowed in. They're not allowed in here. Yeah. So it's like the more present I am, and I do find hard because I suffer. In the with, present, everything's all right. Yeah. It's, it's, everything's fine. You can't beat it. Yeah, yeah. But it's when we're thinking about yeah. the future or the past. Yeah, that's what eats us away. And that's why I love jujitsu, and that might be why you love boxing. Not only did I get a buzz from it. But you can't be anywhere else. You're in that moment. Mentally, you can't be anywhere else or yeah. you're getting knocked the fuck out. Yeah. Jiu-Jitsu, if I'm somewhere, if I'm thinking about what I did this morning, all the shit I've got to do later in the day, I'm yeah. getting fucking strangled. So that's why it's, they say it's like a spiritual kind of thing, don't they? Yeah. Jiu-Jitsu. Violent meditation. Yeah, vi- yeah violent, like meditation. violent meditation. Yeah. But it's like CrossFit. You're in it. Robert, you're in yeah. it. You're yeah. in that pain. But yeah. that pain for me <clears throat> is so comfortable. And people say, is it not eating? I'm like, yeah, but... Well, I'm in that pain. It's I'm away from that thing. It's just you and your body. Yeah, yeah. so I'd rather have physical pain than mental torture. Yes. yes. Um, so, yeah, that's, just I don't on, even know where I was. Just on that, like, spiritual <laughs> aspect, what, what is your kind of take on, uh, like, religion and, and kind of spirit? What, what's, what's your... Do you know what's funny? I'm a, I, I want to come in on this as well, eventually. Yeah. I don't think spirituality has anything to do with religion. religion. No, but like, it, it's, it's all, people say it under that same kind yeah, of... Yeah, well... People get our world of Alcoholics Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous because we talk about a God. Yes. So as soon as people come in the room, as soon as I walked in at my first meeting and I hear God, I was like... Oh, dude, yeah, yeah. Fuck it is. I'm going to sit anyway because I want to stop drinking and using. Yeah. So what I always try and think now is like, I ain't even worried about the God word no more. I'm worried about the devil, that motherfucker that chased me into these rooms. Yeah. So that's all I, I, I hear someone saying that for. I love that. Yeah. I, I was I was willing to do anything. Do you want me to get on my hands and knees and pray? Do you want me to go to church? Anything to stop this madness. But what I did learn then, the, the God can, the G-O-D can mean like a group of drunks in me or a good orderly direction. Nice. I say God, but I am far from religious. Me, don't get me started with the church in the Vatican. Yeah. You know, for me, it's full of fucking rapists and paedophiles. Yeah. Do you know, and when I, I, I try not to speak that much on my show because my show is... It's, it reaches up to 5 million people a month worldwide. Yeah. And these are people that are struggling with the mental health and addiction. Yeah. If I start coming at them, what's really going on in the fucking world? Yeah, like religion and, aware, and politics and that. I'm yeah. aware that if I if I get too malfair, yeah. things can happen to people. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, we're not daft, are we? Yeah. So the religion side of things, when people are coming on to me and saying, God, this, church, that, I'm like, listen, you do what you're doing. My daughter ain't going to no fucking Sunday school. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm dude, gonna we, we, have you noticed this? We've Fuck got this. That. We've got this massive cliff video that's had 5.7 million views. Right, it's me just talking about feeling suicidal. Yeah, and 
since we've Americans start seeing it, they're just like, Jesus will save you, Jesus will this. I'm like, listen, Jesus didn't do anything for me fucking back then. Do you know what I mean? It's a strange old thing. Like, So what's your take on spirituality? What is it for you? Well, yeah, the God thing. It's hard for us to comprehend that God word because it's like, well, God didn't fucking help me while well, I've just been an yeah. addict. Yeah. I've just been in hell. You got yourself. Where was you? You did it. Yeah, so it's like, God, God. And but then, you can feel that devil is, is what you're saying. You can, you can, yeah, you, it is a God. There's, there's definitely a devil. Safe, there's, no. It's the yin and the yang. I do yeah. believe in that. Yeah. There's a higher... We talk about... Our God is what we call a higher power. Yes. So if there's a higher power, he's always in opposite. That means there's a lower power. Yeah. My lower power has smothered me. But today, I every morning is the same. I pray to my higher power mm-hmm. and I say God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that for me is that... That's that good orderly direction. Yeah. So when we pray, we're, we're basically asking. Mm-hmm. We're asking for, you know, you know, help me today. Help me get through... Uh, I'll say, God, um, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the mm. courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And I'll pray for my kids and myself, and then um, set my will. And then I'm asking this power, this higher power that, for me, it's a universe and people. Mm. People, God works through people for me. Um, I ask for, you know, set my will on my life, because me running on my own will, it's it's proven, it's pathetic. I just, it's pathetic, you know. <laughs> I'll run on it. Ego will kick in. I just, I, you know, yeah. I suffer with the disease of ego as well. It's yeah. a massive ego. Yeah, me too. But then I asked to for him to take that will, uh, take my life, and just guide me in my recovery. So I'm asking, I'm asking for all this. But then, the the main thing is, this is these twelve steps in our program. Step eleven says prayer and meditation. Mm-hmm. And when I ask groups of, you know. Meetings, there'd be like 30 people. I say, yeah. are you all willing to go to any lengths yeah. to stay clean and sober? And they're like, yeah, I'll do anything, need anything. Like, right, how many of you meditate, put your hands up and they're like, I'm like, well, it's suggested. It's not, for me, it's not a suggestion. It's telling you prayer. It's an instruction. So when it's an we, instruction. Yes, an instruction. Yeah. When we meditate, we listen, we get our answers. Yeah. So you can't do one. You can't, you can't like asking, selfishly asking all the time. It's like, what about receiving some of so for me, I meditate every morning. What does I meditation do... look like for you, Shinny? What is it? <coughs> what are you? What are you practicing? I practice meditation every day. What is? What? What's your meditation look like? Um. What style are you using? What? I. I there's a few that I chose off YouTube. Yeah. Like guided meditations. Yeah. And, oh, um, so you do them guided? Yeah, I do them guided, yeah. and then I'll, I'll pick favorite ones. But I've also got into saging, smudging. You know, and I love like um, Native American music playing. Yeah. And then to sage, it's like it's. They call it smudging. It's it's like the smoke, and I do that after my meditation. So yeah. I'm breathing in um, the good stuff, so yeah. I can so I can talk, yeah. you know, rightful things to people, yeah. and then I'll put it into my eyes, so I only see good things. Oh, nice. Put it onto my heart, and then I'll smother myself. I'll even stand over it, so I walk a good path. And it's all that. It's that effort. It's that action that I talk about. It's like spirituality and positivity. Don't fucking knock on my door in the morning. Yeah. Say, here you go. Yeah, crack on. Dude, I like, love that. Yeah. So I've got to work, and I believe everyone's got to work for that. And for the people that are doing wrongs of the world, um, you know, drug dealers, mm-hmm. criminals, mm-hmm. been there, done that, been the worst of them, yeah. really. And for what I see today, it's like you'll fucking learn. Yeah. You will learn because I believe in karma as well, massively. Yeah. And I believe what I'm working with today, I'm not just working with higher power of my own, I got a own understanding. I'm working along the lines, I'm working with death and I'm working with karma. So I believe if you start to correct your wrongs that you've made in life, 
you're working along. You're you're working with karma. Mm. You're correcting things. You know, that's the thing you're working with is like wisdom, right? Yeah. You've got a lot of wisdom, and wisdom only comes from experience. Life like, experience. And you've looked back, and you're, you're you're looking at all these things that you've done, and you're not seeing them as as. I mean, there'll be some guilt there, but what I'm hearing from you is you learn fucking a lot of lessons. So lessons, right? Like so you're picking up lessons and lessons and lessons. And wise men learn by the mistakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for me, wiser men mm-hmm. learn by other men's mistakes. Mm-hmm. So I surround myself by mistakes, <laughs> and it's like yeah. mistake. Don't want to make that one. Yeah. How did you stay? How did you relapse? Yeah. You just come in. What did you do wrong? So people's when they relapse and stuff, their pain. Feeds me. Yeah. Selfish it may be, but it's keeping me alive. Yeah. And I need to wear that stuff. And if I am away from that power, yeah. because the power's in for me, power's in the fellowship. I mean, what we have got, what I'm connected to in Alcoholics Anonymous, I've I form what you call all fellowship fellowships anonymous through COVID. Right. Our meetings got stopped and we had to sit on Zoom. Yes. It's all right that there's this fucking bullshit knocking about this cough nineteen thing. Yeah. Um, this pandemic, as you call it, yeah. that's all right. But the problem with us, we have a we have a killer disease that sent us in our mind. Mm. So it's all right for you, you know. Like we're going to stay in it. We need the meetings and we need the power from yes. our fellows. Yes. The fellowship of Alcoholics Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous. I will put it against any anything on this planet. Mm. Religion, fucking Els Angels, yes. all that, bro. All brotherhoods and anything. Yes. There's no power that will compare to that because I've been in all all different kinds of powers. Yeah. And the selfless acts that go on. If I'm going to relapse yeah. and I put it out on my social media, yeah. people wouldn't understand what I was talking about. Yeah. But my people would, my family yes, would. I get it. And yeah. they would be like hyenas because yeah. that's what we do. Yeah. And do you think, Shani, this is something to do with <laughs> when you were an alcoholic, was it quite a lonely, it was a lonely existence, right? I could be in, a, I could be in the MEN arena, yeah, watching an amazing show, maybe yeah. Robbie Williams or... Yeah, James Shinny Davenport singing yeah. a Christmas song, <laughs> yeah. and I could sit there surrounded by thousands and yeah. feel like the loneliest person. Yes. Because the problem is, I've still got that on my fucking shoulders. I've still got this head, yes. and it tells me I'm a, I'm a worthless piece of shit. Yeah, and it has me locked up in the thinking. So the the book and the film will explain. Yeah, and this is where this is where the catch is, where people right away from the film mm-hmm. in the trailer it shows about this little seven year old boy drinking out of a puddle, mm-hmm. drinking vinegar. And overfacing himself with food. Yeah. My first drug wasn't crack or cocaine. Yeah. It was cake and sugar. Yeah. It, my drink wasn't alcohol, mm-hmm. booze. Mm-hmm. It was vinegar. Yeah. Vinegar done something to me as a kid. It used to, because it made me like do yeah. something. Yeah. For that split second, it set me out of this thinking. So before I knew it, you got a little I was, buzz. I was, I got like a weird buzz. Yeah. So I started like Nick. It was my first steel vinegar. Really? Stole. Yeah, I didn't steal anything first. Dude, I've vinegar. never heard anything like this There's before. A few addicts that it's come amazing. out with it. Really? So I used to hide in dark places yeah. and drink it, and it'd do like this mad thing to my head. But for that split second, it it shut me thinking up. Yeah. And then food, when I was eating, I got like an ease and comfort, yeah. which was related to my granddad. Yeah. So I'd attach my my nice feelings or my escape feelings yeah. with vinegar and food. So I was all in. Yeah. It was either food yeah. or vinegar. But yeah. then I found alcohol when I was about nine Yeah, in my nana's end room. Yeah. Tap. I had yeah. a go. I didn't want vinegar no more. Really? The disease, you know, the illness, had, um, it progressed yeah. into something else. It yeah. was like, well, we don't need that This is a better anymore. buzz. This is a better yeah. buzz. Yeah. So then I knew by substance, yeah. food as well, food always ran right through with a lot of it. Yeah. Um, 
I knew that substance was doing something for me yes. that other things wouldn't do. Yeah. So as soon as I could get my hands on Tipex and I could get a buzz or a gas, I was in. Yeah. Weed, in. Yeah. Alcohol in school, in. LSD, what's that? Yeah. Speed, coke, yeah. high, high, yeah. anything new. I mean, as soon as I, as soon as I was, I think about seven, I was very sexual. Yeah. As soon as I knew what to do with my dick, yeah. I was because it was sucking me out of thinking. Yes. So I would, you know, I'd build dens yeah. uh, near my nanas and just jerk off like I'm like a mad kid. Yeah. And I think, what's this? <coughs> yeah. yeah so, but it was sucking me away from that thinking. Yeah. So then sex became a big part of the, of my addiction. Yeah. So at a very young age, manipulative. Yeah. I wasn't being manipulated or being preyed upon. Yeah. I was preying upon my babysitters and that. Yeah, yeah. I was watching their moves thinking. I was seeing things that normal kids was not seeing. Yeah. I was seeing sexual objects. Yeah. And I would manipulate girls that was a lot older than yeah. me. And that was where the skills come in. From from drinking out the puddle, yeah. I made a decision for myself not to go into Minanas and drink this clean water. Yeah. It was a dirty puddle with all kinds of shit in it. Yeah. But what I'd done, I'd got on my hands and knees and instead of doing as I was told with my nana, and that's where the book starts and yeah. well, the book won't start like that, but the film will. Yeah. And I made this decision at seven. So you know when you see like these these apes that are hitting on stones and all the sudden it yeah. makes a spark of fire. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. wow, and then we've made fire. Then yeah. next minute we're made, building pyramids. <clears throat> it's like um, that quantum leap something yeah. happened in my thinking. I can remember it to this day. Yeah. It was like a... Like a spark, like, like a brain made a new connection. Yeah, yeah. It's like what it's a pleasure, this? maybe. Yeah, I've yeah. just, I've just made a decision for myself. It was wrong. No one knows about it. Yeah, it's mine. <laughs> mine, like Smeagol. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. And it, it was mine. And I, <clears throat> I'd realized something. I thought I don't have to do what everyone else is doing. Yeah. And that moment, then I became very mature. My thinking became very skilled. Yeah. I could manipulate situations. If whatever I wanted, mm-hmm. I just had to work out. So they say we have a thinking disease. Mm-hmm. It thinks a lot more than other people. Mm-hmm. So when one person would fabricate a story, only one, I fabricated 10, cleaned a few of them yeah. up and decided which one was do you know? Do you know I would describe that? We talk about this with anxiety as well, that you have a high creative intellect. Yeah. So you're creating 10 different stories. Yeah. So with the creative type, and you, know, you are creative, yeah, aren't you? Yeah, Musicians, yeah. creative. You find all the alcohol. It's very like you know, your Tom Hardy's, your Bradley Coopers, your yes. Anthony Hopkins, the greatest actors of our yeah. time. They're Super all in creative. AA. Yeah, you know, they're all in AA. Yeah, there's no coincidence. Yeah, are all the most skilled people? Now I'm not saying all. Yeah, but a big percent of people that are so successful yeah. in the world, mega creative, mega creative. Most of them are in AA, yeah. or they're working some kind of spiritual stuff in the life because yes. I believe it's all down to connecting to a higher power and what AA does it teaches you you get taught to get this connection with, with your God yeah. and then this spiritual way of life yeah. um, and today because of it I'm a decent member of society I help other people but when people say if you only help one person you know yeah. and I'm like not I'm not that I want to help fucking yeah. thousands because yeah. I'm an addict yeah. so good that's good my extremeness that, that extremism, love that. <laughs> yeah. I think I thought that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's a great. You'll read in a book and think I fucking said that. <laughs> um, It's just it's good if we can transfer it. And what we get, like going back to the fellowships, we we are we don't we're just there selflessly to all others. So yeah. step twelve of that program is having had this spiritual awakening. Mm. We will now go out and 
carried this message to the still suffering alcoholic mm -hmm. or addict. Mm -hmm. And that's what we do yeah. on a daily book. And do you think you now, because <laughs> I get this as well, mate, and I think that we have this also. Do you think we'll get a little bit addicted to the praise that we get as well? And the significance now, that we get? I definitely am. However, what's interesting is you'll get this as well. That the praise is amazing and you feel privileged to get it, but you latch onto that. I've had the same discussion on a podcast. Really? Your mate, James English. Oh, really? Yeah, right. So we had the same discussion yeah. over that. It's like, so when you're doing something selflessly for someone else, yes. you feel good. Yes. Yeah? Yes. And it's like, do it selflessly. Don't tell anyone about it, but it's yes. like, and I went through that same thing. Yes. I was like, I'm feeling good for doing this all the time. And it's yes. like, I feel fucking good. I'm like, yes. drop out, drop out, drop Yes. Helping every fucker. Yeah. Yeah. But then it's, you know, cleaning everyone else's windows. Yeah. There I was. But then I was forgetting to clean mine. Yeah, you were gassing. So I yeah. became spiritually sick then. Yeah. For whatever reason. And I believe it's because you can, you can kind of, you can, you can cross that, that threshold in that as well. Yeah. You're just all in. Yes. Yeah. I'm helping everybody I'm helping else. Them, but it's yeah. like I'm feeding myself. But what the book taught me, and I questioned this with a lot of people. I went back and questioned it with my sponsor and do you not question that mm. because that'll stop you doing it. Mm. Just do it. That's a deal. 50, mm. 50, you help another human being that helps you. But we, I think it's like, yeah, but I'm feeling really good all the time yeah. because we feel like pieces of shit and yeah. we should feel good by someone else's yeah. misery yeah. and me helping them. Yeah. But that's a deal. Yeah. And that is what you call, um, you know, it's, it's like tribal stuff. Human beings moving together, like yeah. in a herd. I always yeah. look at us like pack animals, human yeah. beings. We're like wolves. We belong in packs. Yeah. And, you know, it's... And mate, we, also, we, I think... We, we work good together. I think we also need an animal to hunt. We need something to hunt, right? Yeah. I think that's why a lot of people struggle, because they're now... You're on a mission now. Yeah. And I think that a lot of men in particular, they kind of... We get married. Sorry, we leave school. We maybe go to college. Maybe go to unity, uni. We'll get married, we have kids, we'll get a job, and then there's no mission left anymore. And then suddenly we're filling that void of no mission. It's a with program. Blues. Yeah. We wasn't, but we, you know, we, we're formed, so they say, from Neofandial, and that is man. What does man do? He drinks water, hunts, shags, yeah. eats. That is what man does. <laughs> yeah. But we had that quantum leap. We grew a bigger brain. Yeah. So then it's like, you know, we can look, I can talk about all kinds of fucking freaky stuff. Like yeah. That. But I won't, but I will a little bit. So it's like when we look at, we look into like, you know, they talk about the greys that come down and visitate this earth and yeah. they've got dangling bodies and that and they don't need to speak because this is where we're going. There's going to become a point where the Neofandial in us is not needed no more. Yeah. And that hunger, yeah. that drive, is that, that's what keep, keeping keeping man going. Yeah. Man didn't want to get pissed. Man wanted to shine because that was his that was his fix. Yeah. Water and eating. That was, and hunting that was, was his fix. Hunting, yeah. Hunting. The adrenaline. Yeah, the chase, we, the chase of it and the catching the animal and then eating it. But and that, then does, it. that goes for a lot of men. Yeah. Particularly middle-aged men. You yeah. just get to that point where you're like, is this it? Yeah. I've got the job. I've got the money. I've got the kids. I've got the house. I've got the car. Is this it? Yeah, so what happens then? I don't really like I this. need to fill this void. So why do I fill the void? The quickest way is I'll just have a drink and forget about that. Yeah. work to work tomorrow. Yeah, then so, I'll get a bag. Right, so you've bought a box. Yeah. You've mortgaged this box yeah. to live in. Yeah. You're paying the bills and for 25 years, you're going to pay it off. Yeah. Then die, then give it to your kids. It's yeah. like, that don't make sense to me no. anymore. It's no. like, I'm not getting a fucking mortgage no. unless I'm buying a house for somebody to rent so that can fund a lifestyle yeah. that I want to lead. Yeah. But... It's the program. And, you know, these pockets of people, I see these, 
Yeah, that are just in this program and they're happy with that nine to five job yeah. and they're happy with that. Yeah. To live on this earth and die. Yes. But then there's certain other people, and I believe I'm just one of them people. The creatives. Like, no, I'm maybe a rebel yeah. to say, like, well, I'm not down with your rules. Yeah. You know, I'll take care of myself, thanks. Um, yeah. And I think what happened with me because I was trying to live this kind of life, you know, two up, two down. Yeah. Mrs. Kids. Yeah. That to the neighbors and all that shit. Yeah. I'm a spiritual being. You know, I talk about everybody thinks we're human and we're trying to get spiritual. It's like, no, you mindless barn pots. Yeah. We are spiritual beings having to live this human experience. And that's the truth. We're already spiritual. Yeah. It's just about how do we plug in. Yeah. So yeah. I believe now I've plugged into something. And when I want to see someone or meet someone, I'll manifest it. And I've done it with Dorian. Manifesting the girl I was seeing at the time, Nicole, she kind of, it wasn't the big book of AA that got me spiritual. Yeah. It was her watching her meditating and it was like, I'm into that. She's, she was at that peace and I thought, mm. I want some of that. So I started to practice meditation and in the meditation, I was manifesting certain people and Dorian, you know, he'll eventually hear this probably. I started to manifest him because I wanted to meet him. I wanted to have this conversation that yeah. I latched onto 25 years before. Yeah. And then a few things happened, met his son, and all of a sudden he started commenting on my on my my post. Yeah. Synchronizing stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, there is no, I believe there is no coincidences. So what I'm doing, yeah. I'm manifesting, yeah. I'm chatting, I'm becoming over soon, let's meet, man to man, let's go for a walk and a talk. Yeah. I'd manifested him into my life and now we've become best of friends. Yeah. So it's like there's no coincidences and there's a power. But it's about how do we plug into that? Well, also, yeah, you've also got to think about, like, if you weren't making those posts, yeah. you would never have seen them. And you yeah. put that work in, right? Yeah. You put that work in on the posts. So how did the, how did the shinny show, how did that come about? From the song. Christmas from the song. So, yeah. okay, yeah, back to that. So, anyway. Because you've kind all, of gone from... just a, gone right yeah. down the house. <laughs> like, oh, we're back here you've again. You've kind of gone from a Christmas song to fucking <laughs> starting this show that's impacting millions of fucking people. Right, so... It, because of the song, and we had such a campaign, yeah. whilst promoting that, I used, yeah. at night I'd have to say, right, I'm going to have to get off now, only in one of my meetings. Yes. And then ah, after the meeting, okay. so everyone was like, what are these meetings? Yeah. So it's like, fucking mad, full of these barn pots talking about God and that, you yeah. know, not really understand what it was. Yeah. And this, for eight and a half months, I was attending these meetings through the Christmas song and stuff, but I felt a power and I was attracted. These was my people. These were talking my language. Yeah. But I wouldn't, on tables like this, you'd have all the the big book yes. um, and stuff like that. Yeah. You need to do the work. And I'm like, I ain't doing this fucking God work. Yeah. You do the God work. I'm yeah. all right here. Yeah. I was convinced I was going to get through staying clean and sober. Still like a fucking ball of chaos. Mm. The violence was still there. Yeah. I'd not plugged into this real power. Yeah. So... After eight and a half months, the, the Christmas number one song got to number 24. Mm -hmm. I was being headhunted by yeah. local businesses, one of them being a brewery. <laughs> I'm an alcoholic. Dude, that's ironic. Yeah? I'm an that alcoholic. Ironic, yeah. So before I know it, quickly I'll jump into that. These bar fucking pulls with my name on it, Shinny's PMA, <laughs> uh, Pale Manchester Ale. No way. Alcoholic promoting this, yeah? No way. So I've not known underneath this, you know, we talk about this subtle illness. Yes. It, my illness was like, fucking great. What, we're going to have our own brewery that we're going to get him back. Holy so, shit. So, <laughs> promoting this fucking hell, it's mad when I think about it, an alcoholic <laughs> brewery. So I had this big canister there, and I'm, I'm on them beer, you know, them beer things. Yeah. Um, 
all over Manchester. And then I'm getting into this hops thing. Yeah. I'm, I become a connoisseur. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's the taste our hops. Yeah. Then they, they form my specific kind of pale Manchester ale. Yeah. So I've got to start testing this then. Only a few people, like my dad, my stepdad being one of them, mm-hmm. and my business partner of today, Danny, who I've got shinny socks with. That's another yeah. advertisement, by the way. <laughs> Shinny's underscore socks on Instagram. <laughs> um, and he, he and he said, what are you doing? Yeah. I'm like, I'm all right, I'm sound now. Yeah. I've gone in, back into my meetings, mm-hmm. <laughs> saying to them all, it's hilarious. Like, right, thanks for all your help, everyone. Yeah. Right, but I'm going to be all right. I want to be putting something into my system again, but it's not what I used to do. Yeah. You know, so it's it's not the it's not the alcohol. Yeah, it's real ale. Real ale. It's proper good. Yes. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's like, it's hops. It's good for you and stuff like that. Yeah. Everyone's like, they knew, like, all right, Shin. Yeah, yeah. We'll see you in a few months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Ran off with that two weeks, hops testing. Two weeks after that, I'm in some crack house. About, lost about two stone thinking, fuck, where's all that just come from? Fuck. So lost again. And then, because I'd relapsed, my girlfriend had then, I had an apartment in Cyprus mm-hmm. that I owned with a friend and I never really went and she went, let's get there. Yeah. Let's get there for your 40th. Yeah. So I'm eight and a half months sober. I've How long ago was this? This was, nine, this was 2000, I got clean 2017, the 1st of June, 2017. So this was from 2016, the Christmas song, Shinny's famous, I've got this alcohol thing, I'm never going to drink again. Shit. Plain. Landed as yeah. soon as I landed in that heat hit me, something happened. It was like I had no power. Yeah. I was powerless, which now I know today. Do you know what I think? I'll... It's it's kind of like that. Um, kind of goes back to that the drug dealer walking in with it. That that heat hitting you, and kind of like the sage stuff that calms you down. Do you know what yeah. I think? It's like these environments that kind of bring back old. Yeah, yeah. If I I say if you sit in an hairdresser long enough, you know we're gonna get an haircut. So <laughs> You know, so if I'm if I'm if I'm in a pub every week and like I don't drink, I watch the football. Eventually, I'm gonna drink. Dude, yeah. if I'm it's if like I'm, going into a titty bar, and not looking at the tits. Yeah. yeah, you're looking at tits. I can do that today because I'm spiritual. Can I? Fuck, <laughs> I'm still a sick motherfucker working yeah. a program at the end of the day. I've yes. still got the violence. I've still got the sickness. Yeah. The sexual behaviors, they're all still there, but I contain them today. Yes, but I contain them with a power yeah. greater than myself. Yeah. Um. As soon as I landed, it was like. So it feels funny. Kind of yeah. hits cold. You know, so again, I thought, it? I know what it is. I'm, I need some sugar. So I'm ringing people from home, from recovery, like, feel fucking thinking about having a drink, you know, laughing me out. Yeah. Like, have some, have a Mars bar, have a Coke. Add that, but that was it. I was just lacking sugars. I'm ringing back home. I'm all right, I just needed a can of Coke. I've had a Mars bar. Fucking hell. But then the seed had planted then. Um, it was like, I can only, it's like a compulsion. It's kept drawing me to looking at the drinks. And I thought, I'm losing it here. And after three days, I picked up. <laughs> and the missus had been at the time, Boosh, and she was terrified. Mm-hmm. Uh, she went, how oh, do you feel, man? I feel all right. Mm-hmm. Fucking might I feel all right. I've not had a drink for eight and a half months. Yeah. I've got, I said, oh, my shoulders feel warm and that. And yeah. yeah. I'm all right. So, well, I'm mad drinking spree. Yeah. The morning after that, I'm on my hands and knees over the toilet, retching mm-hmm. as I was, Eight and a half month before, yeah. on my hands and knees crying. I was an alcoholic. I didn't get a couple of weeks in Cyprus. Yeah. What happens when you become dependent on a substance? It reopens them, them like, um, they call it like tunnels or yeah. whatever they are. Funnels, pathways. Pathways, yeah. yeah. They, they reopen them again. But you don't get like a couple of weeks. It's, you're instantly an alcoholic again. Mm. So I was retching over the toilet. 
the missus is coming crying her eyes out and I'm like confused like what the fuck because yeah. I knew I was like fucking hell I mean, it come on me again I'm like yeah. oh shit fucking hell straight to the shop I, had to, I was like just let me calm myself down let me calm myself down drank the drinks this was like at like 8 in the morning yeah like, I'm alright now I'm alright yeah. fucking right I was I yeah. fed the beast again yeah. and that was it so Five did you months. get uh, because you had a drink did you get really anxious because you knew what was going to happen no, it was, they reckon it's a progressive illness, alcoholism. Yeah. And if you leave it, you know, if you leave it for like a, a, a while, yeah, the illness progresses, it gets very violent. So as soon as it wants what it's been getting, yes. um, they talk about a 25-year reservation in the big book, a mm -hmm. story of a guy who says, I'm going to put down this drink now, it's killing me. Mm -hmm. um, but when I retire, mm -hmm. I'll drink. Yeah. So for 25 years, this disease of ours, it's yeah. very... It's very patient. You know, yeah. Wait, sat there. He yeah. sat there with 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 his fucking his slippers on. Yeah. So did his disease for twenty five years. Yeah. And as soon as he retired, he picked up the bottle. Yeah. Four months later, he was hospitalized. Four years later, he was dead. It killed him. Yeah. So I know about this reservation, but I didn't understand then. Yeah. So what I'd done, I'd become an alcoholic again. Mm -hmm. But in that five months, because it progressed, the illness had progressed that much. I was so violent in my drinking and using, it yeah. kind of escalated massively yeah. until the point where we get back to Shinny that show. rock bottom, that rock bottom part, but the shinny show as well. I'm telling people now, I've relapsed. Yeah. I'm in a relapse Yeah. and I'm breaking down, I'm upset and I'm like, I can't, I was basically saying to them, I'm trapped in this thing and I can't get back and yeah. everyone's like willing me on and you got to do this, you got to do that. Yeah. And it was all to do with my people saying, Come back to us. Yes. Come back. Surrender to this. So I say this 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 illness of ours is it's the only battle. It's the only battle on earth. If you throw in the towel, you'll win. I just needed to throw in the towel to win this yeah. battle. Yeah. Any other battle, it's not about throwing in the towel, it's about fighting. Yeah. I couldn't fight no more. I had to give up the fight to win the battle. And that's exactly what I did. I threw the towel in. Was that but, would you say a, a case of not just trying to do it on your own all the time? Tried everything. Yeah. Wore all the fucking t-shirts. Let's just do it on a Friday. I'll yeah. just do it when there's a wedding. Let's yeah. just do it when I'm abroad. This, that, the other. <laughs> I know, I'll just do it twice a month. Yeah. So nothing ever works on my own will. Yeah. But on God's will today, turning my life and my will over, all I've got to do one day at a time, and it's not tomorrow and yesterday, yeah. just for today, I've just not got a drink. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, I've got to do this for 10 years. Yeah. Just today. Yeah. It's just one day at a time. And the way I see it, I sleep for fucking eight hours. So it's like 16 hours. <laughs> you know what I mean? My head ran with that right away. So yeah. that's what happened. So, and then the rock bottom come after five months of being out there. Yeah. I'd hit the crack again heavily. Yeah. Um, but my behavior had changed. I'd become more dangerous to myself and others. Yeah. And it was um, that, that high, that fear, because mm -hmm. I have a fear-based disease. It manifested into my fear when I smoked crack. Yeah. I had a hit of heroin. I'd smoked heroin plenty of times just to calm me the fuck down. Yeah. But this night, and it was the night before June 1st, 2017, yeah. I'd had this hit and it was like all the ease and comforts that I wanted as a child or, yeah. you know, all them fears. It was like, I can't, I can't explain. It was like a fucking parent was grabbing hold and saying everything and everything just went, shh. I was like, fuck, you know, and the girl like, give me it. Gets you went, oh, you've had a hit tonight, haven't you, shit? And I'm like, Fucking hell. And then walking home, I knew the next time I had an outing, I would be ordering, not just crack. 
Yeah. Rather than heroin as well. Yeah. I can deal with being a crack addict and an alcoholic. I could deal with that. Yeah. But to be a gearhead, which for me, you know, an heroin and a real junkie, yeah. I couldn't fathom. So I run my sponsor. Yeah. He became the sponsor, Alan. And I said, I'll, I'll do anything. If he said, you're going to have to go to these meetings naked for two weeks, I'd be like, no problem. Yeah. You're not going to wear shoes. I would have well, already bought that. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Barefoot, yeah. no problem. <laughs> Uh, so that's what I did. Did yeah. I threw myself into recovery? Yeah. But then I, I threw myself into this twelve-step program. Yeah. And I done it for a year. You say ninety days before. Mm. Uh, ninety days was very important to me. Ninety meetings in ninety days, and that come from the American uh, criminal system. Really? We t- yeah. And I, you know, these are things I've had to learn because yeah. I, I didn't want to just understand. The way I seen it, this AA thing was helping me. Yeah. But I didn't believe like Bill Wilson. And Dr. Dr. Bob, the, the founders of AA, the pioneers yeah. of the 12 steps in yeah. the, the 12 traditions, I thought, well, one of them was a drugger. One of them was just a pisser. For me, they, this ain't no God thing. Yeah. This was just two alcoholics. They say the therapeutic value of one alcoholic talking to another is without parallel. I can really? have 10 doctors in here talking shite, yeah. and I'll have one alcoholic rattling, and he's got my attention, because he's going to show me how to fucking do it. Yeah, mate, you know... When I was seeing shrinks, I saw every type of shrink, psychotherapist, psychologist, anything with an inst on. But I could look them in the eye and I'd be like, you've got no fucking idea what I'm talking about. You're just reading you from a book. You were probably chatting about smart in. Oh. you got that kind of head like I, mine. I, I, was like, I was just looking at them. I'd be like, you, I look in his eye and I'd be like, you don't, yeah, like, you don't get this. Keep a mood diary. How are you doing? You know, like throwing them a question like, I, question. It would be like, keep a, keep a mood diary. I'm like, keep it, so I can remind myself how shit I feel, mate. Oh, I had no, that. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it was, it was weird. So I totally get that talking to another um, that Somebody that's thing. got real life experience in yeah. something, uh, I can, I can, I can have that because it's like, tell, sh- show me how you've done it. So all we do now, we just teach people how we was taught. And yeah, that, that's it, and that's yeah. freely given to us. But I had to look back. I didn't see these two prophets as a lot of people from AA and other fellowships. Seeing like Dr. Bob and Bill Wilson, yeah. they were just two alkies for me. Yeah, you know, and great what they did. But then I learned. I look back to the disease of alcoholism. Mm-hmm. And there was a there was a group called the Washingtonians hundred years before AA. That Shit. was aware of all this. Is this the really? 90 day program? No, this this come from AA. AA the kind of AA kind of nicked it to with the the American um justice system. Mm-hmm. The criminals You'd have them doing something for 90 days, not yeah. stealing. Yeah. And then I don't know if they'd have them going into God and all that for 90 days. And they reckon it's not just mentally, an obsession can be lifted in 90 days after thinking. Mm. But what I've learned through training and dieting and stuff and cleansing my body, they talk about the blood as well. If you don't feed your blood something for 90 days, like sugar and that, it'll mm. never crave it. It'll only crave what you've been giving it so far. Well, it's not just a mental obsession that's... This is the this is the blood. Yeah, physiology. Yeah. yeah, this is the this is the, the, the what the, the river of life. This is blood running through me. Yeah. So I attached them both, and I thought it's not just the obsession of the mind; it's the obsession of the body as well. Yeah. So what I had to do was attend ninety meetings and plug into this stuff. Ninety meetings in ninety days, and I dieted as well because I thought I'm doing the fucking lot. Yes. And after not that extremism. Days, that, that extremism yeah, again, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do it proper. If I'm going to do this, I'm doing it proper. I'm yeah. going to do it better than everyone else. Yes. I've got the best program going because <laughs> it's mine. Yeah. Um, so the obsession <clears throat> lifted. And then today, since working this program, one time, 
whilst working the programme, I was about six weeks sober. Mm-hmm. I thought that sun had got me again. I'd been out on a hike mm-hmm. on Thursday. Mm-hmm. It got me. I thought, I'm going to drink. Mm-hmm. And I'd, 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 I'd rung my mum, rung a few people. I said, look, I'm done, I can't do it. I fucking need a drink. And I rung my sponsor. It was taking me through the 12 steps. He's a very old friend of mine, um, like a brother to me. And um, I rang his phone and he didn't answer. I thought, bingo, want a drink. Yeah. Driving home, gonna go and get this drink. Yeah. And then the phone fucking went and it was him. And I thought, if I answer this, it's either one way or the road, it's gonna fuck off. Yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Hell or heaven for yeah. me. And I thought, I'm just gonna have to try it. And I just answered. I said, I'll, thanks for everything, but I'm gonna drink. And he went, Oh, are you? He said, I'll come with you now then. I'll see how you do with that one. And the old timers used to say to the ones that are coming in, you give them a fiver. If you think you can go and do it successfully now, yeah. that is now you get on, you give them a fiver. Like go to the nearest bar and the book tells us that. Yeah. So he ended up taking me to a meeting at the night after talking to me all day. And I can't say on here because of anonymity. Yeah. This is a famous a footballer, mm-hmm. very famous footballer. He's mm-hmm. high up in AA. Mm-hmm. That's all they can say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't cough it out. <laughs> so I'm in this meeting sobbing. Mm-hmm. I want a drink, but my sponsors brought me. And then I've heard this voice from away there's about 50 people in this meeting yeah. and um, I'm trying not to say his name <laughs> and he shared he, he done something called cross sharing and he's sharing about my share and he's like that is power he's a lad there in tears and the power of his sponsor to bring him and sit with him that yeah. selfless act yeah. that is the fucking power yeah. and as they all went thanks at the end yeah. I oh, I fucking knew, knew that voice and I looked round and it was him mm-hmm. and from that moment and he knows about this moment yeah. because I spoke about in a meeting um, that he come in. Yeah. Um, the obsession to drink, I've never wanted to drink ever since. Yeah. I'm not saying it was all through him. Yeah, yeah, through yeah. the programme, but yeah. something he said. And when I was trying to explain this to somebody that was crying like I was at that time, mm-hmm. saying, I'm going to drink, I'm going to use, and I'm, I'm just about to give him this killer share about yeah. when I was crying in this guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. As I'm just about, I'm loading up to tell him, yeah. James, alcoholic, the fucking door swings open and I never see this person. Yeah. The door swings open and my sponsor's <coughs> with me. He knows what I'm going to share and that person walks in and I looked at Alan and we just went, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I shared yeah. and I said, and the very person just walked in the room That's and mad. this person listened to me share and he's yeah. smirking. He went, and I, this, at this time I was like, recovery is cool. That's where recovery is the new cool come from. Because I was like, it fucking is cool, this recovery. Yeah. Recovery is the new cool. Yeah. And then he cross-shared it to me again. And then he went, and I fucking have that. Yeah, I'm yeah. having that. Recovery is the new cool. Yeah. And I'm like, you're in this album. What fucking buzzing? <laughs> so yeah. then things like that, it's like, I can't believe in coincidences no more. Why yeah. am I talking to you? Why yeah. am I talking to you? Yeah. There is no fucking coincidence. It'll save someone's life, no yeah. doubt. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's been, it's been, so all from a Christmas song and me being a gobshite, <laughs> but what I was doing, I was self-seeking and these are things that I've learned that I suffered with self, self-gratification from other people. Yes. I wanted to feel part of, because yes. as a kid, I never felt part of anything. Yeah. So when I was getting any kind of attention, that's why I could never have a relationship back then, because I was always a cheat. Yeah. Today, I practice my program. If I have a girlfriend, I don't cheat on that woman. I respect that woman. Yeah. My daughter's a woman. My mum's a woman. Yeah. So, and my sister is. Yeah. I respect women today. Yeah. But what it's just it's just taught me so many amazing things. And that, that selfish way of mine, that's what the shinny show was about. It was yeah. all about the attention. And I yeah. thought, I'm liking doing this. Yeah. 
but I'm on what you're doing as well. Yeah. And it's not right yes. what you're doing. So I started to talk recovery, mm-hmm. started to help others, and then I got attacked from America. Um, AA, you shouldn't be talking about this. The anonymity statement. Yeah. And all that shite that yeah. they believe in. Yeah. And I had to do research, hence why I look back into the Washingtonians and yeah. why I only say Bill Wilson, Dr. Bob was the pioneers of yeah. 12 steps and stuff, but they're not the pioneers of this thing that's going on in my head. Yeah. I know exactly what it is. Yeah. And I think I know exactly what to do with it. Yeah. And we, be- we believe from that moment yesterday, I-, I was waiting for that moment with the book writer. Yeah. We're going to revolutionize what it really means. Yeah. And now you can transfer the negative of yeah. addiction to positive yeah. and it will massively break that fucking stigma down, that horrible yeah. stigma that's attached to it. Yeah. So, you know, if they didn't call it alcoholism, the disease that centers in your mind, if they called it something else like... Extremism. Mo- yeah, extremism. That yeah. thing that I mentioned before. <laughs> <laughs> Moreism or something. It'd be it's more... Accept- yeah. yeah. That's what I said before as well. <laughs> so it'd be more accepted and then people would understand it more, but they, all, they look at... I looked at my own dad and thought, he's just a fucking pisshead. He's a fucking alky bass. Hated yeah. the man. Yeah. I forgive the man. He yeah. died. I watched him die for 10 days on the Liverpool pathways. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realise then that I'd be coming. Yeah. But he was just a, an alcoholic that drank in a pub. Yeah. I'd swam like past these kind of drinking. Yeah. I'd become the abusive, the aggressor, the, the, the drinker, the drug user. Yeah. I'd become every worst type yeah. of alcoholic. Kind of, and that's why I will learn to forgive him. For me, I forgive everything that I've done. Yeah. And everything that people have done to me, because yeah. in forgiveness is freedom. Yeah. I'm here to be free. I'm a yeah. free spirit. But if I get caught up in that resentment and hate on other people, and, yeah. and even and guilt, jealousy, and even guilt, guilt on your own part, guilt and fucking, shame. That's what keeps us out there. Yeah, naughty. <laughs> that guilt, it's like, I'm not, that's why we've had to work on that guilt and shame yeah. thing. We was poorer. We was not. One older guy said to me, he said, you can't keep beating yourself up. He was unwell. Yeah. He was a poorly lad. and now You were doing won. the best you could with the, what you knew then. Yeah. That's and what I think. I think everybody's doing the best they can with what they know and the tools that they've got. Yeah. Like, and then that's all what I have to do sometimes is listen to all the people that have been there, yeah. done it, and they basically wore the T-shirts. So I listen a lot to my elders now that I work in the programme. Yeah. And um, I just learn by the best. Yeah. And then that's, I'm yeah. able to go out and, and do I, this And I think now. that, that whole, the, the whole forgiveness thing is also... For me, it's certainly the case when we're talking about people giving you, because I know you've been getting a lot of shit recently, right? Oh, yeah, I have to forgive them and pray yeah. for them. I you love them. They're just doing their best. They're just doing their best. It's, I've, um, I've got a question on, on tools. So, what, like, practicality, and I'm, 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 I am think I've asked everyone. <laughs> he does ask everyone the same question, what but it's a great of, question. What, on a morning, or what's your kind of, what do you do to start the day, and how, how do you journal, or do you journal? Is it I, I don't journal. There's a few things that I don't do that, you know, it's gratitude lists and stuff that yeah. I promote. You yeah. know, I can. I need to practice what I preach. Yeah. As soon as I stir, as soon as I start to wake up and come back into this new day, mm-hmm. I grab my hands as soon as, and I connect mm-hmm. to the power. Mm-hmm. I plug in. And is it is it like a mantra you say or? Oh, it's it's the my serenity prayer. Yeah. And uh, then I turn my will over to this power. Uh, then I pray for me for me 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 and the kids and my close family and friends members you know to be well fed is 24 hours um and then i'll say god do your work through me and let me help at least just one person 
My God knows it's like. Yeah, 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 yeah. We know yeah. you had a plot, don't yeah. you? Share me video. Rubbing his hands like, there's a lot. God, how could you possibly share me video? On yeah, yeah. Stage? You're gonna share us today as well. <laughs> but then I pray, I pray for for them things, and yeah. that's that's me turning my will over because yeah, yeah. my will. Ishri tells me, me running on my own will is very dangerous and it's fucked. It's not going to help me or anybody else. But turning my will over to God, all the pressure's off. Yeah. So when, I, when I'm struggling with something, complaining, I have to stop and I'll turn it over. I say, I can't cope with this. So I need to turn it to you now, God, because I'm struggling. And my God will only give me enough that I can handle. He'll take me to the brink. He's took me to the brink many times mm-hmm. when I'm thinking I'm either going to cut my throat mm-hmm. or I'm going to kill myself or use. And he'll only take me to that, that point. He'll never give me more than I can handle. I strongly believe that. Yeah. And in, in pain, I'll grow. So yes. when people say to me, struggling shit, or they're on the phone and this has just happened, and I'm like, good. Great. Good, that's good, that's good. And I've heard yeah. this something before. And why do you always say that? Because I hear someone some telling me this. It's good because there's always good that comes out of a negative fucking, mm-hmm. you know, uh, decision or an act. Good will come from it. Yeah. But it's about practicing that. And then I don't need the house. I hear a lot of people say, oh, fucking, I forgot to pray this morning. So I stopped over. At, that's for me, that's not connecting. That's like, as soon as I'm up, I am plugging into my power. I respect and love my power. My power's like a parent. If I'm doing anything wrong, I'm going to tell you something now, right? 99% <laughs> I do right. But there's one thing that I do wrong. Yeah. I hope I can't get done for this, but people in Tesco's are going to really have their eye on me now. <laughs> I do this one thing that's dishonest. That's the only dishonest thing that I do. Just wash his hands after a wee. No. Oh, is that dishonest? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't piss on my hands, yeah. mate. I'm all right. <laughs> what I do, you know them toffee stands? The Krispy Kreme donut things? Not them. Oh, the pick and mix. They're too big to pick and mix. The pick and mix. I always steal one fudge. No way, really? <laughs> one fudge. And when wow. Donovan's with my son, my son's yeah. bigger than me and he'll, he'll nudge me like, what are you doing? I'm like, and I've explained to him now. It's like, that's my <laughs> one thing. It's like, you can have all of me, but I want this. I'm still, this one thing. And I love the fudge. And it's Donovan now, fudgy. Don- Donovan watches us now and he's just like, ah, he, he finished. Like, yeah, yeah. Shit. And I do it. And if you ever get caught for that, I'll tell the story why I do it. And it's that kind of, I'm, I'm with you. You play yeah, the game. But I'm human. First and foremost, I'm human. Secondly, I have a, a, a killer disease. And I, I do strongly believe that it, it, it will kill me if I drink or use again. Mm-hmm. It'll quickly kill me this time. Um, but it's like, you can have all of but you've got to give me a bit. <laughs> really? You know Dude, I, I love mean? that. Because if I was fucking poor, I'd be a saint. Yeah. All saints are dead for me. I want to live. Yeah. And I want that feeling of like, you can do wrong. And it's about when you do a wrong, and here's the point I'm getting to. When I do a wrong or harm someone or I'm I'm rude to someone, I'll apologise. Yeah. That's the gift that I could never apologise to no one. Yeah. So what in the morning, what that does for me, it plugs me into that goodness. So I pray, I put the kettle on, I'll have a few sips of coffee, and then I plug into the power that I meditate. And I would do extra things, the saging, to protect me from ne- the negativeness from the world. So I smudge and the smoke will surround me. Yeah. And that's what, what that's doing then. It's Where did you learn that? Off. I had the, she doesn't like to call any of this, it's a medicine woman. Right. Uh, she works with the, the land and, mm-hmm. you know, you look at, say, an injured animal will always curl up onto the ground. It's drawing power from the earth. The earth is full of energy for us. Yeah. So she, you know, there is such thing as a tree hugger. Yeah. She's, she's half got me <laughs> with hugging a tree. Yeah. But I do it very... 
like in my disease, totally. very subtle, like, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like I'm like, with his forge in his, nice forge in his pocket. Give it, yeah, yeah, give it a big <laughs> hug. But it's about, it's, and she, she watches the show and she's approached me and said, look, she said, you can see this energy on you. You know, yeah. it's, you've got to start protecting yourself. You're a fighter. Yeah. But you need to surrender to this now as well. Yeah. And since doing the smudging, the mm. saging around the house, and, you know, it's, I feel fucking plugged in. Yeah. And, you know, and it's like, I, Feel invincible, basically, and anything that's going to go on wrong in that day, it's like, well, that's meant to be. Yeah. You know, God forbid. I believe what I've done in my, in my life and my kids and my mum, I put the order back. Yeah. Straight. Yeah. yeah. I believe my mum will die. Yeah. I love my mum too much, but I put the order right. She doesn't bury her son. I bury my mum. Yeah. And then Donovan and Gracie Lee bury me. I have put that order back. Yes. Um, and I believe what I've done. I, I believe I broke the cycle. My yeah. dad was an alcoholic. Um, my son, I broke the cycle for him. Mm-hmm. My daughter. Showed him how to live now, eh? I show him how to live. Yeah. But my daughter, she has every ism, every ism yeah. of mine. Yeah. Even up to, she, she still wets the bed, you know. Yeah. She won't mind me saying that when she, she eventually. She? She's 10. But she, she manipulates. She's got alcoholism. Mm-hmm. And it's sad because I know what is going on. I know what's, it's, I, I speak about this illness, it kidnaps me. What it does, it, it, it preys on the vulnerable, mm-hmm. like like an entity, this mm-hmm. disease. It preys on the vulnerable and the weak as a child, and it kidnaps us then. Mm-hmm. And it taps us out of our own life and yeah. locks us up in our own thinking. Yeah. So I always say it stole me from my mum and my sister when I was a child. Yeah. And then I was always trying to escape this horrible thinking that it kept me caged up in. Yeah. And I see that in my daughter. Yeah. But what I can do now because I know about this skill, this yeah. gift that she has got in her head. Yeah. Donovan, it's like it skipped him. Yeah. He's going to college to be a plumber. He yeah. won't be a boxer. Yeah. He won't be a celebrity like his dad yes. and all that shite. Yes. I just want to work. Me. I want to play on my skateboard. My kids like, are exactly the same. No, my, are, they, are they totally different, the two of them? Oh, my God. Two minor You've got same. Gracie Lee, Donovan, he meditates. Yeah. The other one, if she was in here now, she'd be interviewing you. She's, Mate, does this sound my daughter's seven yeah. and she's exactly the fucking same? Girls as well. But when I do an Instagram live, people are asking where she is. No, oh, they do with Grace Lee. Yeah, how come I not? Where's she? How come I not ask her questions? Oh, yeah, she'll come <laughs> on and she'll be singing. She's yeah. at the, when I do the nighttime show, if she comes on. Really? Right, Daddy, I'm going to do a song. She's, she's so. Is it? She's multi talented, like yeah. in singing. Um, and I, I started to see all these isms in her when, yeah. like, sports days. Yeah. She could not be beat. She and it's like Ultra can't be. I've got yeah, Ultra and it's like well that's yeah. all right. At least I have an understanding. Now my my parents didn't have an understanding. Yes, I have an understanding. You I get don't control it. You get I can channel. Yes. I can guide it and say yes. I can only lead by example. Yeah, and then she'll know of the dangers as my son does now. Yeah, and she'll know. And as as I will tell her, yeah. you have got a gift in your thinking, Grace. Yeah. You've got something called a drive, yeah. like no other. Now whatever you choose to be. If you warm in on that, yes, go up. You'll yeah. achieve greatness. Yeah. But if you go down daddy's way, daddy's yeah. paths, yeah. it's not going to be good. Yeah. And I sometimes set my son to fellowship meetings. Yeah, do you? Oh, yeah, because he sees it firsthand. Yeah. yeah. People coming in off the streets. Yeah. Up, and it's like, it's yeah. Not good, dude, dude you know, we went to Thailand a couple of years ago and my kids had never seen, they'd never really seen poverty before. Yeah. And we went on this floating, it's called the floating village, right? And the kids were coming up begging and that. My kids were like, what? Yeah. They were blown away by it, but I'm kind of glad they've seen it. Yeah. Because when your kids are, I mean, my kids are spoiled, but it's good for them to see that other side as well, right? Yeah, I think most kids do, though. It's like, I know they live in that material yeah. society today. Yeah. But 
my kids, for one, you know, and I can only speak for my kids because yeah. I witness, but I see you know for kids. Yeah. Great seal always, there's like the homeless, like begging at the, the lights and stuff. Yeah. Sure, Daddy, can we give him some money? Yeah. Our kids are very caring. And the thing is, because they're not fully poisoned by the, the yeah. program yet. Yeah. Unconditional love. When, when a kid tells you, Daddy, I love you, yeah. that is true. There's no motive in yeah. it. It's pure, yeah. unadulterated love. It, yeah. it means it. Yeah. But what happens to them? They get brought into that program, the materialistic world, the bullying and stuff. They like learn about lying. Today. Everything's taught. Everything's taught. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, of course it is. Yeah, Shit, but man. kids, it's down for me. It's down to our job here is to drink water, eat meat, <laughs> shag, hunt. produce, hunt, and leave. Yeah, yeah. Into this is only our vehicle now. We go forever, us. Mm-hmm. We go through our kids. I'll live on again another time through my children, and that's the truth. Energy yeah. doesn't die. So for me, it's about. It's about teaching our kids, you know, the, the proper ways of like, and for me, you if, if everybody meditated every morning, every morning, it would be a wall as planet this. Oh, dude, yeah. They're starting to do it in prisons and that, and they're now teaching meditation. Yeah, they call it mindfulness, yeah. and, you know, in schools and yeah. stuff, and there's AA in prisons and stuff, and yeah. it's transforming people's thinking, yeah. but they're not going to teach that because it's not profitable for us all to you be know, sat Do you know, Shinny, I think sometimes blanks. with the kids thing, I think you're teaching them whether you think you are or not by your behaviour, yeah. by what you do, you by, by example. Yeah, whether you like it or not. Yeah. If yeah. I if I'm a if I'm a criminal. Yeah. Um, Donovan's going to learn my ways. Yeah. And he's it's going to be attractive to him. Yeah. There is certain things that he pulls from me now that is an attraction to him. Yeah. But it's not all the glamour culture yeah. that I'm involved in. Yes. It's just like being a good dad, being his good friend. Yeah. Um, you know, he he confines in me when he's upset, and he confines in me, and. The relationship with me and my kids, everyone mm. always says it's phenomenal. How yeah. he's a soul, because our dad left me and my sister when we was kids, yeah. and we—that was a massive spark for me. That fear, that loneliness, that rejection. Yeah. Rejection for addicts, it breeds obsession. We're, we're mm. obsessed why we've been rejected. Yes. So for my kids, I try and guide him in a way, and I try and keep away from that aggression with them. Um, that. My nana was very nasty to me. Yeah. I always want my kids to feel loved. Yeah. That's all we ever want as human beings is yeah. to feel loved yeah. and do the best we can. But then obviously life gets in the way and they didn't call it easy. They, they call it fucking life. Yeah. And that's that's exactly what it is. So we've got to try and live it to the best of our abilities. But mm-hmm. for me, if I could promote anything right now on this show of anything that I do, it would be meditate. Meditate mm-hmm. every morning. Give yourself a fighting chance every day for 24 hours. Mm. And it's... Do you know, Shinny, I'm so glad you brought that up because you know the number one... I think the number one reason people don't meditate is because they think it takes time. But I, I, every time I meditate, I'm like, I'm buying myself time here. Yeah. I'm investing in this. I only do 15 minutes. I'm doing 15 minutes here. And the rest of the day is better. So I've heard this analogy, and it was only the other night. It's great. So what meditation does for us... Mm. It slows everything down. Yeah. The, the day it slows yeah. it all down. It's like Spider Man when the people are trying to punch him. He's yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It slows your day down. And when you don't meditate, I believe you're running on on self will, then which is very fast. It's very fast self will. Yeah. And then you don't get anything done anyway. Yeah. So that little bit of time probably slows your day down for a couple of hours. Yeah. So it's I gifting agree. you extra time of the yeah. day. Yeah. And it, there's there's no such thing as a bad meditation. 
when I first seen meditation, when I first come around and um, seen people, you talk about this meditation, I'm like, fuck this. I hate these. I I fucking I'm not fucking Russell Brand. That <laughs> you know, and I still stick with it. Yeah. Russell Brand is very spiritual. Yeah. But come on, Russell, let's let's have it out. If you've got the, <laughs> the same disease as me, yeah. yeah it's great that you're talking this spirituality. Yeah. But what I want to hear from you is the violence, the killings that goes on in your thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Because what we can do as well in, as recovering addicts, we can become these spiritual, put ourselves on these pedestals. Yes. Like I'm and calm. It's like, you've not got the same disease as me. Then. Yeah. What I need to do, I need identification. Both sides. Yeah, I need Both to identify sides. with Russell's meditation. Yes. But I also need him to tell me because he's got a massive platform to tell these people. Yeah. I'm still a crazy cunt. Yeah. I've still assassinated people in my meetings, yeah. but I'm practicing, and that's where I'm getting to. So yeah, practice, yeah, yeah. It's practice. Get the reps progress, in. Get your reps in. Yeah, so you got to get your reps in. in. Yeah, and it's only... I'm not, you don't have to sit there with your fucking legs folded. It's about giving yourself I wouldn't yourself be able to do that. Time. Fuck me. My knees are fucked. There's I no couldn't chance. do it. No, nah, there's no People chance. say to me, you need to get on your knees at night and pray. I'm like, no fucking put my knees on. <laughs> I'll fucking lie in the bed, thanks. There's no real right or wrong way of meditating or praying. As long as you're connecting and your higher power knows that you are willing to try it. So even if you get, people think that you're supposed to be able to clear your mind yeah. when you meditate. You can't. Why are people being told that yeah. it's, uh, the light comes in, that struggle with your thinking of mm. it's racing, it's, it's in the past, in the future, and mm. then you pull it back to think, I'm in the present now, I'm meditating. Mm-hmm. It's in that struggle, that's where the light yeah, keeps I agree. in them cracks. I'm almost cracks. like the more chaotic my meditation is, the better. Yeah, because you're Cause on I it. You have to really focus then. Yeah, yeah. And it's pulling it back, pulling it back. And they yeah. reckon that power, it seeps through them cracks then. Yeah. Because you're working and then meditation, it's like I say, if everybody meditated, it'd be a wireless planet. Mate, what a fucking way to end the podcast. Mate, thank you so much. Are we done? But yeah. Have we got no more coffee? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, where can, they, um, where can everybody listen and find out more about you? Um, the page on Facebook, Shinner, is like. We reach up to 5 million people a month now on there. There's a, a morning show at 9am every morning with me. Mm-hmm. Um, nighttime show every 9pm special guest on a Sunday talking PTSD, ex-military Ryan Yates. Yeah. Monday, we've got Manuel Benages talking mental health. Mm-hmm. Tuesday, we've got the lovely Anne Brown, also known as the Cheshire Housewives. She talks spirituality and meditation yeah. and texts through meditation. Wednesday night, we've got an osteopath. Is that Wes Brown's wife or anything? Yeah, yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. Wes played for my yeah. team for a long time. Yeah. What a guy. Yeah, right, yeah. okay then. Yeah, Sunderland, isn't it? Yeah, so we've got Leanne. Yeah. And then we've got the osteopath, Nick, yeah. uh, who's the CEO of CBD1, yeah. UK, who sponsored the show. Yeah. And he talks about, he's, he's brilliant, Nick. You just have to watch his show. Nick hit me up, bro. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Thursday, you've got me or now, the beautiful Jenny Powell, the TV presenter. Really? She's part of the show now, yeah. Bro. So she comes on every other Thursday. She does an alternate with me. Yeah. Friday night, we've got our very own doctor answering I've questions. I've seen him before. Dr. Yeah. Andre. Yeah. He's yeah. brilliant. Hi, guys. He's, <laughs> so we answer all your questions. And on a Saturday, we have Martine. Martine is like our guru, spiritual guru. She, yeah. t- she does human blueprint reading. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's become like a TV show. Yeah. But with this... And I will say this, it's the best show on any platform because what we're doing, we're giving morning, we're giving experience, strength and hope in the morning. Yeah. And we're giving we're giving people a, a show at night time. And yeah. even now we've even got <laughs> we've even got a ten o'clock, the after show party. So I have a group called Shinny Show Live as well. Yeah. And that's where the guests 
can go on and become on, come on as like a split screen yeah. and be brought on live. Oh, and have a show. It's like it's like a full it's a full thing. And, like it's, we and like you see me, what I love about it is that you you you're just you're on your mission first of all, yeah. which is getting your shit, keeping your shit together, and it's impacting like a lot of people. Yeah, but collaborating and as well. Me, what you're doing, you're collaborating with me. Yeah, you know and. I think the problem is today is a lot, of of, a lot of people are like, oh, this is my charity. Yes. And this, it's like, well, yeah. no, if we all done that and what me and Manuel Benages have done, he's yeah. got a mental health charity. Um, it's amazing things are coming from that show. Yeah. And it's like, it's just phenomenal what, what we put together. And it was all to do with me saying to Manny, do you want to do a bit on my platform? Yeah. I think you can bring a lot to the table. Yeah. And then it evolved and escalated from there. So yeah. it's like when there's a brand, a new clothes brand or something, yeah. Give the other man a, a, a peg up. If somebody, if I was doing podcasts, yeah. I get asked to do it all the time, but I do episodes. I yeah. don't use a podcast. I'll do a filmed episode. Yes. I'd love to do one with you. Yeah, man, I love So that. I like to do one with people from recovery, from addiction, mental health, celebrities, pulling in numbers. And we're talking about, it's got the same theme all the time, mental health and addiction. And for me, as podcasters, I believe you just do that as well. Yeah. You go on someone's podcast. You do, yeah, can I come on yeah. your podcast? You interview me, I want to interview the yeah. Brian Rose show. Don't just sit on your own little thing like yeah. that. Try and, because it's going to help so many more people. Yes. And that for me, it's more believable then yes. when, I'm not saying that you wouldn't do that because I know you do a lot of work yeah. with men. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. you're probably, you'd be probably more of a, an advocate to say, yeah, I would do that. Yeah. The more we're out working together as men that are struggling, you know what I Women do you know what I think the other? Do you know what I think the other mindset is? It's like a scarcity based based mindset. Mm. Do you know what I mean? When you're doing everything on your own and you want to keep it to yourself, that's scarcity. Give it away, and you'll never you'll never have enough. Do you know what I mean? Get People like keep, that, they never have enough. I was taught this in recovery. You'll only get to keep this wellness by giving it away. When I mean, at first heard that being the selfish motherfucker I was yeah. to the core. Yeah. What do you mean give it away? When you give this goodness away, and you'll get to keep it. So yeah. for any of us that have. That I've, that I've got some kind of power. You've yeah. got a power, David. This is yeah. great power, this. Yeah. Give it away. Yeah. You are giving it away. Freely give it away. If you, know you try to keep this to yourself, yeah. you'll lose it. Do you know it. what I think the, the mentality is? It's, an, it's what I would call an abundance mentality. There's enough for everybody. Yeah, of course it is. There's enough for everybody. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There yeah. is enough for everybody. You yeah. see it in fitness all the time. Everyone's fucking bitching with each other and that. Like, listen, there's enough out of shape people to go around. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's enough out of shape, especially in this town. Tribal. We're very tribal. Yeah. We are tribal people and that's the best way we move yeah. as a pack, like yeah. wolves. We're wolves. We have our alpha male, someone to look up to, yeah. somebody to adhere to. And, and uh, you know, if I can leave it on this as well, I did question that about the... The alpha males, and this is to young males and young females. Yeah. Just try and try and look at people that are really doing good in the world by others. Um, when my son always looked at me and testing his strengths with me, it was yeah. Dorian Yates, his good good mate, um, yeah. Radvik, mm-hmm. man of the world, and I was telling him about this, and he went, no, 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 you don't stop him doing that. Mm. And I'm like, why? He said, because you're his alpha male. Mm. He loves you that much. He feels that trusted with you. He's going to test his strengths with you because he knows he can't do it with other men. Yeah. I think today there's not enough alpha males out there showing this goodness, but people like ourselves yeah. that have struggled, that yeah. are saying to these young people today, that road is pathetic. Yeah. I'll challenge any of my mates that are still selling drugs in that. Yeah. It's bad what we're doing. Yeah. So have your kids in fucking great, beautiful clothes. Yeah. Yeah. You're killing these other families. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. to dress yourself up and karma gets you in the end anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, 
whenever that's going to stop, I don't know whenever it's going to stop. The drugs in our society today with mental health, it's all under the same umbrella. Yeah. The alcohol, that is, if that was brought out this morning, mm -hmm. it'd be illegal now, it'd yeah. be illegal by tonight. Yeah. Alcohol kills more than any disease on this planet, you know. All related deaths from all the diseases put together, yeah. alcohol related deaths, Smash every smart, disease on the planet. Smart, isn't it? And there we are at five o'clock yeah. drinking it. Smart, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe I'll end on that. Yeah. yeah. We'll have a nice drink at we'll five o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> we'll finish five minutes ago. I love it, brother. Thank you so much. Thank you, Thank you mate.